I just want to feel alive For the first time in my life I want to see you in the limelight, girl I want you with me all the time Cause if we get sober We'll never get old until we die And I should have told ya I feel like I've known you my whole life Where's that sense of adventure? If you asked me to stay, I'd be leading with this You're on a very long list of the things that I miss So won't you hold me like you did that night Maybe I know otherwise Hey everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Kellen's Petty Talk Show. Sorry there's been another delay in new episodes. Life is chaotic that way. But I'm thrilled to be joined by my buddy John from the Florida rock band Northbound, an artist who will convert you to his catchy lyricism within seconds. He's just that all-around great dude that this world needs to check out. His album Soul Kiss from 2019 should be renamed Chef's Kiss, and rightfully so. It's just a banger, all right? And his next record is on its merry way to hitting the earwaves soon, so do yourselves a favor and go follow his Instagram at Northbound Florida. That's Northbound FL. I've gotten to hear a few of the new tracks so far, and let me tell you, it's a glorious display of valor. John has recently moved to L.A. from his Floridian abode, away from crocodiles and to the land of influencer territory. From the sounds of it, he's been enjoying this new chapter and is stoked to even take on new challenges for his career path very soon. If you like what you hear, go rip a northbound record, drink a gallon of orange juice, and dance your woes away. Without further ado, sit back, relax, and fade to black. What's up, John? How you doing? Nice to have you on here. I'm doing great. We're here in Burbank. We're living large. Yes. <clears throat> so I usually start this thing off with an easy question. Have you checked out any cool movies lately? Yes, I have. I watched uh, Whiplash last night. Oh, classic. For the first time ever. I Here's the thing about me. I haven't seen a lot of movies. Right. Um, so like being friends with you is like I constantly feel like I don't know anything about movies because you love movies. But I watched Whiplash and I watched Driver the night before. Hell yeah. With uh, Ryan Gosling. 
A drive? Drive. Okay, I'm making His sure name it's the same is, one. The character's name is Driver. Drive. Is it really? Yeah. I haven't seen that since it came not, out. He does not have a name, it's but I watched driver. that movie as well. I liked both of them. Okay, hell I, yeah. I didn't like Whiplash as much as I thought I was going to. Really? Unfortunately. Interesting. You didn't like the intensity of J.K. Simmons' performance? I mean, I thought he was pretty amazing, but um, I don't know. I feel like it wasn't what I thought it was going to be, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. But I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. So you're, you're planning on starting a podcast of your own soon. What's the concept for that? Oh, goodness. Now I'm like, it's going to be like committed to reality once I say this out loud. Uh, the, po- the podcast that I want to start with my roommate, Emma, the concept is uh, that it would be called Pits and Peaks, which is like Roses and Thorns, classic camping game, um, where you talk about a couple pits, aka bad parts of your day, a couple peaks good parts of your day um but me and my roommate we were gonna do it for like the last week of our lives and then we're also going to talk about like zeitgeisty which is like a cringy word but like zeitgeisty headliney shit yeah and assign whether or not we think it's a pit or a peak like is this a good thing or a bad thing that's cool i like that thanks what do you think that's gonna be coming out I don't know, dude. I don't know. That might be my answer for a few things on totally when are cool. things coming out. <laughs> Hopefully some new music. Yes, new music uh, shortly. Really? Soon. Ooh, when? Dude, I don't know, unfortunately, but um, we, wow, we're going to have to make that go away. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, <clears throat> voice cracked. Love it. Uh, um. Now I lost my train of thought because I'm self-conscious. Okay. Um, we just got mixes in for the new record literally two days ago. Oh, sweet. So very exciting. Should be rolling that out in the next couple months for sure. Perfect. So uh, what was it like growing up in Florida? Growing up in Florida was cool. I like Florida. I feel like everyone that I meet in LA uh, is like, oh, you're from Florida. That's crazy. Florida sucks. But I like Florida. I've always liked Florida. Right. Um, it was cool. The weather sucks, but that's mm. about it. It rains like every day in the summer. Right. And it's unbelievably hot out. But it's a nice place to raise a family. How do people put up with that heat? Like, how do you get used to that? You literally don't go outside. Okay. That's, that's my genuine answer. Yeah. You just kind of like live with it. And just sit in AC all day? Yep. Yeah. I actually, I grew up going to Florida because I have family in Sarasota, so we okay. usually go down there every year, but yeah, I could only stand like a week or maybe two of that. I couldn't do a full year. That'd be insane. It's brutal. It's brutal out there. Sarasota is like a little bit north and on the other coast of where I'm from. Okay. So it might even be a little bit nicer weather in Sarasota than it does like mm-hmm. get like near Miami. You just get brutal. the real muggy, sticky stuff. Really bad. Yeah. Ugh. Not a fan. No. No, and I'm super white too. So like, if I if I like go outside, I need to like coat up like every couple hours with sunscreen. Oh, that's me too. Literally, yeah. I get the highest SPF that I can find. Okay, like literally 100. It comes <laughs> in like a gray bottle. It's like super. Oh my god. Yeah, because I burn easy too. Yeah. Um. So, did you play any sports growing up? I played lacrosse. Cool. Actually, um, I was a long stick defender. <laughs> um, which basically meant I was big and I could tackle um, well. But that's kind of it as far as like on like a league or anything like that. But I, I mean, I like to play soccer and stuff with my dad. 
growing up, but I was on a lacrosse league, the Boca Jets. Shout out. Hell yeah. Do you ever play a uh, World Cup in soccer? Like the video game? No, there was like a like a game game of that. I, I don't know. They, we did that like at my camp. I don't know if you played that. No. <laughs> it's it's kind of fun. It's like two teams. I, I don't really remember how you play, but it's like super fun. Okay. No, uh, I have to like look not. that up. <laughs> no, I just had an Israeli father. I have an Israeli father. That's sick. Um, <laughs> so how often would you go to Disney growing up? Not as much as some people might assume. Um, definitely a couple times, but probably more than your average person who's not from Florida, totally. but not that much. Disney is, it's not, I don't know. There's some people who like are obsessed with Disney and those people, um, while I respect them, I don't relate to them. Right. <laughs> so, so was it really crazy out there during COVID? Like the internet led everybody to believe? Or... Yes and no. Okay. I mean, I think wherever you go, there's going to be pockets of insane people. Totally. Um, Florida, there's like probably a lot more insane people than there are like in LA, mm-hmm. um, where pe- people are like generally like more aware and liberal here than mm-hmm. they are in, um, in Florida. But yeah, it was pretty loose, like pretty loose with the, uh, with the COVID restrictions, the mask policies. Yeah. I mean, I wore a mask. I mean, it depends on like, obviously what circle you run in. Right. You know what I mean? And all my friends are like kids in bands you know yeah, what i mean totally. so it's like we were like all right let's just do the right thing here yeah but there were definitely some places where it got a little sketchy yeah, it's kind of situational for sure mm-hmm. um so you recently moved to la how have you been enjoying it out here um i really like it here it's a lot though like okay. i've been here for four months now just barely four months and it's been really great um but it's like I don't know. It's I've never lived in like a city this big. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a suburban kid my whole life. So it's a lot to take in. It's been like a major adjustment if I'm being perfectly honest, but yeah. Um it's a great place. There's a lot of fucking amazing people here. Um and there's a lot of not amazing people here and it's kind of like the covid thing. Like that's that's everywhere you yeah. go. There's good and bad. It's a balance. For sure, but I like it. I like it a lot. My friends live here, which is like the main reason why. Hell yeah. Um, do you get homesick at all? Not so much anymore. Once I visited home, um, I've, I've only gone home once since I've lived here. Mm-hmm. And um, that was like hard and weird. Cause when I came back, cause from like touring for so many years, I'm used to being far from home mm-hmm. and like not seeing my family and missing shit at home. Yeah. But I always go back at the end of a tour. This is like, was so perplexing to me that like when I went to visit home, like the fact that I didn't stay there was so strange. Like when I came back, it hit me more than ever that I like live here. Yeah. So I got really homesick that first week I came back for sure. But, um, not so much anymore. I'm getting used to it. Yeah. It really just takes those first couple months. Honestly, the first time I moved out here was 2015. (laughs) I only lived here for four months before I went back. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, dude, I mean, I, I've had those moments where I'm like, dude, what did, like, did I bite off more than I can chew? Like right. being out here. Um, but I think I'm like very, like, I don't want to say pri- privileged, I guess. Like I, I'm lucky that like, yeah, so many of my close friends live here. So it's like, I have a good support system. Yeah. You got to find your circle for <clears throat> sure. 
and I had kind of a circle established before I got here, which was really cool, but I still definitely need to like find my place here more. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Do the, uh, the grocery stores out here do justice to the ones that are uh, back in Florida or what? Funny. You should ask because I literally talked to everyone in Florida about this. Um, and I'm sure I've brought it up here before. Yeah. I no, they don't. They don't. That's the short answer. <laughs> um, in Florida, we have Publix. Right. Which is the king of all grocery. Now, there's cool grocery stores here. I mean, we have Trader Joe's in Florida too. Okay. But I just hate here. You have to go to like two different grocery stores every time you go shopping. Yeah. Because there's not one place that has everything. True. In Very my true. experience. Like, go to Ralph's. Ralph's is a fucking nightmare. <laughs> um the most cliche thing ever is me asking you if I could swear on this, but oh, can I swear? Totally, okay. You totally can. The mo- like Ralph's is a nightmare. It is. Um, Vons is my favorite thus okay. far. I like Pavilions too because it's the same thing as Vons basically. Right. But um, yeah, dude. Did that answer the... No, definitely. They don't compare. What about Winn-Dixie? Is there Winn-Dixie out here? No. Okay. I like Winn-Dixie, um, but I, I mean... My, it's the lower echelon of the of the stores out there, right? Unfortunately, yes. Okay. But, I mean, I'm not above the lower echelon yeah. at all, but um, like, I'm not going to Erewhon every week here or anything. Right. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I My parents' house is like literally a mile away from a Publix. Okay. So like, I would ride my bike to Publix. That's sick. I went to Publix growing up. Publix is my home. Hell yeah. You ever Ralphed, bro? <laughs> That's what me and my friend Ethan used to say. You ever Ralphed? Dude, unfortunately I have. <laughs> it's awful. Dude, it's, it's overwhelming as shit in there. Right. Um, but I like, actually what's cool about Ralph's is that it's open really late. It's True. open until like one. Yeah, that's helpful. At least where I live. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes I go do my grocery shopping at like 10 p.m. Yeah. Because there's like just nobody there. Yeah, I hate those long lines and they always only have like one, two lines open. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? I forgot. Um, I'm going to cut this part out because I forgot what I was going to say. It's all good. You can cut it out with my voice crack, please. Oh, <laughs> Wegmans, dude. Wegmans back home. I've never been. Wegmans is the, is the king. What is it? It's just a huge grocery store, like super clean, just got everything you need. And then they also have like an area like upstairs where you can just eat. Oh, okay. And they have like pizzas that they make and just all just all great meals. Okay. It's chill. I yeah. thought, you know, what? I just had a realization because there's a restaurant in the UK called Wagamama. Okay. And whenever anyone said Wegmans, I thought they were talking about Wagamama. Wagamama. It's like a, I think it's like an Asian uh, okay. type place, like kind of fast casual. Yeah. It's good. But when the first time I heard you talk about Wegmans, I thought you were talking about Wagamama and I was like, what, what are we, what are we talking about? Are we talking about the grocery store or the or the restaurant? No, yeah, it's a great great New York grocery store. I think they've actually expanded to like other states now, but okay, it's super cool. But more recently, I guess it's gotten really expensive, which just kind of sucks. And I've noticed that the last couple times I went home, that's a bummer. It does stink. It's a bummer. So, what got you into wanting to play guitar, dude? I have no idea. Yeah, um, I think I always had an interest in being on a stage and I don't necessarily know that it was like music specific when I was really young, which 
I don't know. I, I, I think, you know, I don't know how deep we're going to go, but I think it's like some childhood thing about like yeah. needing to feel seen and heard. And I think guitar was just something that like, I was like, I can do this through the guitar. You know what I'm saying? Um, kind of always had this like desire to, to be a performer of some sort. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I was like eight years old and I remember being at like, I think I was literally at Toys R Us. Rest in peace. I don't think it exists anymore. I think they just brought it back somewhere. Oh, thank but God. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> thank God. Um, and I saw a first act acoustic guitar, which nice. is like the the lowest echelon of guitar brands humanly possible. <laughs> For sure. And I begged my mom to get me a guitar and she got me a little acoustic. Oh, that's sick. And um, yeah, that's where it started for me. Then I was like, oh my God, this is the best thing ever. Yeah, it's life-changing. Yeah. Do you come from a musical family? Do they play any instruments? I, I don't. No. No. My my mother is notoriously tone deaf. Okay. My father <laughs> is like he can sing like he can match pitch like he can sing along in the car but he doesn't have a good voice mm. and nobody else does music in my family interesting yeah really like a random thing that's usually the case too which is so weird you would think it'd be the other way around but I, yeah i i hear about some people coming from like musical families and i honestly envy them because i'm like oh i wish i connected with my family right. over this sort of thing or we could do this together but no like no one did it yeah most family members don't seem to get it either. Yeah, luckily my parents my parents have been like really supportive. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, at first they definitely didn't get it. Like how, how long did it take? I think honestly like in I don't know. I think once they saw me like fresh out of high school like I didn't apply to college. I didn't take an SAT. I graduated high school and I went on my first tour 2 weeks later. Good for you, man. So it's like once they saw me like actually committing to it and like yeah. doing it, they were like, Oh, this is like real. This is what he actually wants. I think once they saw me like sacrifice, like the regular life shit, they were like, okay, this is his regular life. Right. You know what I mean? College is such a colossal waste of time. That's what I hear. It really is That's what I hear, but I've never been unless you're trying to be like a doctor or something <clears throat> just nowadays. It's just, it is a waste. It seems like it most most like successful happy people that I know like didn't do it <laughs> literally didn't do it and they're rich and I'm yeah. like I'm not rich but I'm like maybe one day I'll be rich and Hopefully. I won't need college right when did you realize you could sing I have no idea um I think maybe so I had a music teacher like really really early on and I say music teacher because I went in for guitar lessons but this guy he had like a studio in his house and he like really nurtured my ability to like be a musician in like in all ways. And I think he like forced me to sing one time. Like we were making a song, like I would go to his house and like, he'd be like, let's make a song and put it down right now. Wow. And then he, you know, I was like 10 to 12 years. I was really young. Yeah. 10 to 12 years old and he would like put me in front of a mic in like this really nice studio and he'd be like sing and like that kind of wow i think you know speaking of whiplash it was like the opposite of whiplash where like the guy but like the guy sees something yeah in him and uh i don't know i think once i saw him like pushing me i was like maybe i can do this mm -hmm. like maybe i i'm a natural maybe i'm like 
it needed to be honed. Obviously I was so young, but like, yeah. I was like, maybe, maybe I can do this. If this guy thinks I can do it, you know, yeah. it's an important figure to me. I can't imagine having like the whiplash guy, like screaming in your oh face. I don't know how you can concentrate with that. <laughs> Dude, I was like, why just watching that movie? I was like, this is literally triggering. Like this, this <laughs> like really screaming is. man. Like I, I, yeah, I would shut down so quickly. That's so funny. Yeah. Uh, so have you ever gotten absolutely annihilated in a mosh pit? <sighs> yes and no. Okay. Um, I don't think I've been absolutely annihilated. I've definitely been like hit in the face before accidentally, but it like wasn't that bad. The worst thing was though, I was on tour and I got a tattoo on my leg, like on my ankle oh, and it was fresh. And I was on tour like, you know, sleeping in the van, like the tattoo was m like mega infected. Yeah. And, uh, this dude like was like moshing in front of me at a show yeah. and kicked my leg like on the tattoo <laughs> no. and dude, the tat like the scabs were just like falling off. And like, that was pretty, pretty close to annihilation. I, wow. I had to get the whole tattoo like redone. Really? Yeah. Was it like bandaged up when he did that? No, no. I, I was like 17 Fuck. and like on tour and like my friend gave me a tattoo in his room and just like, you know what I Hell mean? Yeah. It was like, that's punk rock. No one was paying attention to like making sure it didn't get infected. That sucks. Mm. Have you ever gotten hurt while performing? Um, no, I don't think so. No. Um, no, but I've seen like members of my band get pretty hurt while performing. Like Sterling? Not Sterling, but my buddy Charlie like ate shit one time and just like absolutely got wrecked. And then his guitar was so out of tune and it was, it was brutal. Ne never to me, thankfully. Mm -hmm. Not yet. There's still time. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so you and Sterling have toured together quite a bit. I don't know when he kind of joined, Uh huh. but uh, you guys played uh, South by So What last spring. How was that? Uh, that was cool. I, um, I, <laughs> I, we played and then I did a bunch of press and that was really interesting. And, um, <laughs> yeah, it was cool. It was, it was a lot of fun. I mean, festivals, like as a performer, like not to sound like a baby, but like, I find them really stressful. Yeah. Cause there's just, so, it's like a logistical nightmare to get like 100 artists, like all knowing what to do and then having them all do it properly yeah. like to get loaded in and stuff like that too much going on way too much going on but obviously a great opportunity and was a lot of fun but mm -hmm. i'm like happiest once we're done playing right at the festival because then i'm like okay the the scary and stressful part is now over and now i get to hang out with my friends and just chill yeah do you usually get the whole weekend for free or do they just like the day uh in my experience i've gotten I've had both happen okay. for so what we got to go to the whole weekend. That's sweet. Um, but I've done some other festivals where it's like, you got like a discounted ticket. That's whack. Which I thought was pretty fucking whack. That's honestly. Um, but yeah, it's, it's kind of a mix. I'd say I hear Soundwave in Australia was like one of the best ones to be on. I don't think they're still around or active anymore, but mm -hmm. they used to just like take the instruments from you. Like once you, you finish performing and just take care of all that, take your stuff to the van. Yeah. Sort you out. That's yeah. Cool. They made it easy for the artists. That's cool. Um, so yeah, you guys were on like a tour last spring, right? That led into South by so what? Yeah. Yeah. We, we just, um, we, we did that. It was like, super diy um we we got the festival 
confirmed and then we were just like all right let's book some shows on the way out smart and book some shows on the way back just so it's not a total financial like <laughs> nightmare like black hole you know yeah. what i mean um it's like florida oklahoma texas yeah we played baton rouge we played uh somewhere <laughs> yeah you know um and we played in uh alabama as well oh yeah. yeah i heard something about that was that like weird or something something sterling said about that one the the alabama show i think yeah, yeah we played at this like amazingly cool coffee shop yeah oh yeah that's what it was it was like the coffee was amazing like the staff was really cool and there were like i don't know probably like 50 60 people at the gig wow and literally zero of them watched us play like oh. there was like a back room yeah, yeah where yeah. like the bands were playing and then there was like the coffee shop nobody watched us that's it that's was brutal funny. but that happens you know well it's alabama though i feel like that's typical there I, dude, I don't know. I, I've had some good experiences in Alabama over the years, but that's just like playing in like in like the DIY like scene and stuff like that. So like right. I had a couple friends there, which was really cool, but like no new faces. Did anybody come up after and be like, hey, you guys were good? Or, no. Really? I mean, my friends did. Yeah. And my friends could tell that we were like bummed out. So they like bought a bunch <laughs> of our merch and was like really they were like really sweet to us. That's sick. Um yeah, a band called False Tongues from uh, that area, like Auburn, Alabama. All right. Um, sweet guys. But yeah. they were our number one fans that day. That's awesome. And that's it. <laughs> it's so important to buy your, your friend's merch, though. I feel like in general, I agree. you should do that. I agree. As much as you can. Um, but speaking of you and Sterling, where'd you guys meet? Was it like back in the day at one of his shows for the, uh, the Happy All Right, his old band? So Sterling and I... <laughs> all right what the fuck see that's that's a good thing you have the camera rolling because that'll be funny i hope that caught that <laughs> yeah that's a viral moment my water just exploded it's okay things happen um <laughs> i met sterling okay so i saw a bunch of my friends like bands and stuff like tweeting about sterling's band okay when they put out their record run home yeah. i think that's what the that's low what, low letter one Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Great album. Such good. a good friend. Don't even remember the name of the album. No, it's called <laughs> Run Home. I think that's what it is. Um, but I saw a bunch of like mutual friends like tweeting about them, and I was like, oh, let me let me give this band a spin, see what it's about. Right. Because if all my friends fuck with it, like I want to fuck with it too. Listen to it. I thought it was really good. Our band started like flirting on Twitter, you know, <laughs> and then we played in Denton, Texas, at a pizza place. Oh, okay, cool. And uh, Sterling came out and he was like, hey, I'm in the happy all right. And I was like, Sick. I was like, oh, sweet. We love your band, dude. Like, let's hang. And then we went out to, we could, he's not here anymore, but we, um, we went to some diner like across the street with Sterling and we hung out for a couple hours and oh, sick. just literally became best friends immediately. That's amazing. Yeah, it was great. And how long after that was when he was like playing with you? I, so I think that was in like 20... Good luck, buddy. <laughs> Bye, John. Um, that was in 2017, I think. And then he started playing with me in 2019. Okay, cool. Pretty quick. A couple years, yeah, yeah, but just stayed friends. That's awesome. Speaking of Denton, Texas, where Power Trip's from. Great, really? Great band, yeah. Great band, I agree. Miss them. Uh, let's see here. So there's actually a great full set video of you guys playing at Chain Reaction from a few few years back. Is that place as epic as we've come to know know of it as, or is it like playing any other venue for you? Um, here's the first time I played there. 
I was, it was super epic because I've seen it on YouTube and stuff like that. Right. My whole, is that what you're like referring to? Like, yeah, just just the, it has like an aura about it. Yeah. The legend. Yeah. There's, it's, it's a really cool place. I mean, I've played, I've been like very lucky that a couple of times I've played there two or three times, I think. Yeah. And, um, every time I've played there, it was like a sold out gig, which is very dope has nothing to do with me we we just got lucky to be on really good shows over there so we played um that show that the videos from we played with movements oh okay it was like their first home show in like a really long time and uh so it was like a sold out gig and it was dope and we got to open and hang and uh yeah it's i'd say it's like pretty pretty epic their shows go off out here yeah yeah people people love that man that man yeah yeah they're cool uh, but yeah, that place is kind of like a dive bar, but I always liked it for like the, the t-shirts that they got lining the walls. And yeah. It's just, it just gets too hot. That's my thing. It's very hot. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I don't like to, <laughs> sounds terrible to a guy who's in a band, but yeah. it's like, if I was just going to a show, yeah, I don't think I would love it there. Yeah. But it's at, rough. Yeah. Yeah. It seems rough. I, I saw, I actually went to see our friends in that band, Young Culture. Oh, hell, they're great. I, yeah, they rock. I went to see them there and um yeah, that was cool. That was cool, but it's you know, like after playing for so many years, it's like attending shows is just kind of like exhausting, exhausting in yeah. general, like being honest, yeah. Yeah. Now for for chain though, it's like if you're moshing, you're overheating for sure. Like yeah, yeah. If you're standing near the bar, you're fine, but if you're in that pit, you have to pretty much get out. Like, yeah, I, I would usually like stage dive just so I can breathe. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm not much yeah. of a mosher stage diver guy. Right. But um, I could imagine that being the case for sure. But if I had to pick, I'm just like right off the top of my head, top three hottest venues that I've been in like a, a patron at. Mm-hmm. I would definitely say Chain Reactions up there. First Unitarian Church in Philly. I went there last June and almost died. You, everybody, everybody, including the bands, literally evacuates after every band plays. Really? Everybody goes outside. It gets that hot in there. Cause it's like a basement of this church. Okay. Yeah, dude. That's another place that has kind of like YouTube lore. Oh, it's amazing. Like there's been a lot of yes. like really cool shows there. Oh, it's so worth going to. Yeah, Way better been. than, I think it's better than Jane. It's just cooler, cooler vibe. You got like these like ceiling fans. They, they literally run. So if you're stage diving, you're about to just like plummet right into Chop it. Chop your head off. Basically, that's yeah. That's dope. And then they got the classic legendary uh, alphabet rug. Yeah, they got like a weird carpet. Yeah, right? it's very cool. Yeah. And then um, the other one that's super hot is Lost Horizon in Syracuse. Never heard of that venue. Yeah, I just remember that one. I'd be being drenched at a, a Bless the Fall show many moons ago. Sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you've toured with some like cool bands over the years. Who would you say was your favorite that made that particular tour more fun? I mean, I got to say State Champs. Oh, which hell is, yeah. I mean, we're just somebody, this is kind of brutal, but somebody was like, somebody's roasting me the other day and he was like, He's like, damn, how did Northbound get the State Champs Make-A-Wish Foundation? And I was like, (laughs) what? I was like, we got that from just being friends in real life. (laughs) It was pretty funny, though. That is pretty fucking funny. Um, But yeah, I got to say them. I mean, every time I tour with them, it's like just hanging out with my buds all the time. And that band has like really supported me throughout the years. And like, uh, like their former manager like wind up signing me at one point and like they, they really took me under their wing and, and uh, yeah, I got to say champs. 
Hell yeah. I gotta say champs. You and Ryan are pretty, pretty close boys. Yeah. That's my guy. That's my guy. We we've known each other for a very long time. Yeah. Yeah. Since like before he was in champs and before I was in, before I was even doing Northbound, yeah. we, we met. That's sick. I've met him a few times. He would never remember me, but um, he might. I I love that he does the the vintage merch stuff, though. Yeah, dude, it's like a. It's very cool. It's a very viable side hustle, especially in this city. Like people yeah. love that stuff. It's smart. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. He he's like just really creative. Like like the way he dresses, the way yeah, the way like he performs, the way he just like goes about his life. He's always thinking about like making money right. and having fun and like just business savvy business savvy which i i'm not really right. that way so it's cool to have a friend like that whoops and run stuff by him and learn the techniques yeah i've been trying to flip some gear <laughs> yeah no it's, it's smart for sure mm-hmm. um so you're signed to smart punk same label as the i call fives boys okay. amongst some other great bands how'd that come to be um dude so funny literally everything with music is who you know unfortunately it totally is and um and with film yeah i literally with any creative industry i feel like anything you gotta know the right people and i just got lucky in the sense that so where i grew up really close there was a venue called the talent farm oh i remember that yeah another like lore kind of place that filmed every set had north played that yeah back in the day i'm sure they did literally everyone played there yeah it was like the spot in south florida for like mid-level bands yep and um the owner of the town like the guy who opened the talent farm his name is kevin burns um literally the coolest dude of all time um just like really took care of my bands when i was younger like paid us well like really respectful like just cool guy great space he would let bands crash at the at the at the venue like amazing guy his son matt burns is the manager of the smart punk record label oh sick so i think i don't know maybe my manager at the time or or somebody maybe they've reached out to us i don't remember exactly how it happened but it was like oh we are like i know your father so like i trust you and yeah. he, he like was aware of me because like from growing up in the same scene and like, right. he's a little bit older than me, but not much. And yeah, it just worked out. Like we kind of had that, uh, rapport already, even though we weren't really like friends yet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's how that came to be. So they've been pretty helpful in pushing the music along and just, yeah. I mean, I have nothing but good things to say about that's like, cool. about that label and the people in general, like. You know, I mean, I feel like for bands at, at like my level, like you don't really hear about issues about like creative control or anything like that. But like, it should be noted that like that's never been a thing. Like they're super down for whatever the hell I want to do. Like as long as it's like within reason of like budget and stuff like that. But even like right. they have like, maybe I shouldn't be airing this out, but they they have <laughs> like gone. I'll just say they've gone above and beyond like to make sure that I'm happy that's with cool. like releases and like you know budget stuff like yeah, yeah. they're flexible they're cool they're sweet like you know um, willing to help when when it's needed very always that's cool always never not helped yeah like literally never never turn their back on me even one time that's the way so I love yeah that. super stoked super stoked about the relationship i've had with them mm-hmm. um are they going to be putting out the the future stuff too yeah so this is um yeah 
this oh, yeah. is going to be a smart punk release this new record that, nice. that we tracked now it's been a couple months since we tracked it even more it's been like a long time since we tracked it but yeah with me moving and all that stuff i kind of just literally decided to hit pause on the whole career thing yeah because i just had to sort out my life and and figure out like what i wanted and what it looked like and getting here and all that shit so it's nothing wrong with that either you know yeah i gotta like remember to be a person yeah first you mm-hmm. know what i mean and and like worry about like the logistics of like the art and stuff later, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but yeah, long story short, it's going to be on smart Punk. Can't wait. It's going to be sick. <laughs> yeah. Thanks man. So, uh, do you find yourself getting writer's block these days now that you've written such a big catalog of songs or have you naturally been able to find new things to write about? It's a really good question. Um, yeah, I mean, I get the writer's block, but for me, it's like, I feel like if I have to try too hard mm-hmm. at like creating something, then that might just not be the right time for me to be creating right. in that space. But I've gone through periods of like six months where I feel like I can't write a good song to save my life. And I, I, <laughs> I'm writing a lot of songs, but like, you know, they're never all going to be winners. You know what I mean? For each record of 10 songs that comes out, I probably wrote 30, you know, mm, yep. and then, selected my favorite 10 right and um you know but yeah that's kind of my my like mindset is like if i have to try really hard like i don't think it's i i just i just usually stop trying because my all of my favorite stuff and all the stuff that has connected with people the most has been like the most effortless like it just happened like not to sound like pseudo spiritual guy but like Mm -hmm literally where i pick up the guitar and like the song happens to me mm-hmm. like it feels like i didn't even make it like that's right. how naturally it came out like that's where the stuff that connects the best comes from yeah and you can't force that so sometimes that happens once a year no definitely you know what i mean what do you do with all the excess songs do those ever make it to like a future release or do you just usually scrap them um mostly they get scrapped but i kind of i have like a private soundcloud uh like playlist of all of like my unused like songs um, that sometimes I'll go back and revisit and see if there's anything to pick from. If I'm feeling like uninspired or if I'm like, okay, I'm putting out a three song EP, like, like right when I signed a smart punk, I did a three song EP mm-hmm. and excuse me, I had two songs that I really liked. And then I was like, I couldn't get a third one that fit. So I like went back to the older stuff and, yeah. and pulled something from there that was like good, but maybe not like something I'd want on a full length. You know what I mean? So sometimes, but mostly they just like live in purgatory forever. Yeah. Purgatory. Yeah. Uh, do you ever steal lines from certain songs just to throw in others? All the time. Hell yeah. All the time. Love that. Yeah. All the time. Sometimes uh, on this new record, I stole a line from Ryan. I, I, <laughs> from something he didn't into, use? or No, from something he used, literally. Amazing. Uh, and we've been doing this for years, actually, where he will literally copy a melody exactly from one of my songs. It's a fun thing that we just do, I think, to fuck with each other. You know what I mean? Like, does he usually tell you when he does that or do you just find out? <laughs> no, like we'll tell each other because a lot of times we send each other like our, our stuff back and forth. Just like right. to, he's him and Sterling and my buddy Andy, who also plays in Northbound. Those three, like everything I write goes through those three people. Interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like before it goes to anyone else. Yeah. So. um, Good little support group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So sometimes I'll be like, I'll just text him and be like, yeah, I stole something from you here. It's funny. You know what I mean? Like, 
or whatever. I love you know? that. The, the, it's actually the name of his record. Like he has a record called Everything But What You Need. Okay. And there's a, a lyric on the record that says, I'm everything but what you need. That's amazing. Just a little nod. I love that. Love the nods, dude. Those are the best. Little Easter eggs. I, I love it. Mm-hmm. Do you write your uh, instrumentals first and then add the lyrics later? Or what's your overall approach on that? Mostly everything happens at the same time. Sick. Okay. So like rarely will I have a guitar thing that I like and then I'll put vocals to it. That happens, but very rarely. And then also rarely I will, you know, uh, make something like lyrically first, but Mm -hmm. it almost always happens at the same time. Interesting. Yeah. It's a lot of like scatting, like, like playing the guitar and like scatting melody and then like putting words in that fit. And then like what I've been doing lately actually is like, I'll make a first verse and then a chorus of something. And then I will demo that out. And then I will send that to my trusted circle. Yeah. And be like, is this worth pursuing? If they say yes, I will finish the song. If they say no, I might not. Yeah. It's, it's a weird thing, but it's like, why am I going to spend so much time making a whole song if it sucks? Do you ask them in the same group text or is it separate? No, 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 no. It's okay. separate. So just overall, if it's like two out of three, you decide kind of thing? It's just like normally and honestly, like if one of those three, those three guys know me so well, like on a personal level and as like a artist, that I feel like if I don't get their like raving cosign, like like your approval, I probably feel the same way. Yeah. And I'm like, look, I might be looking for someone else to like either prove to me that it really isn't worth pursuing or I'm looking for someone to like prove me wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? And be like, yeah, like this is great. Like keep it up. But we usually agree. You know what I mean? For sure. Yeah. Who gives the harshest feedback? Andy Diaz. Whew. So quick. <laughs> so quick. <laughs> Because Ryan, if Ryan doesn't like something I did, he'll be like, I I could just tell. He'll be like, yeah, that was cool. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Sterling, Sterling usually will be like, "Uh, yeah, that was, that was cool. I'm like, thanks, dude. You know, (laughs) um, if you're not telling me that every single song I write is the best song I've ever written. I'm pissed. No, right. I'm just kidding. Right. <laughs> but like sometimes I'm like, damn, dude, I really wanted you to like this. Yeah. Um, Sterling is usually just like, he's just like so nice and gentle that he's like, yeah. he's like, yeah, not my favorite, but like, I think it's really cool. And Andy will just be like, this is not doing anything for me. <laughs> and he'll be like, I do not like this. And I'm just like, you know what? I like, I like it because Andy's character arc in my life has been like so scared to like tell me that he doesn't like something and i'm like you know what as long as you're not like inherently hurtful like just be honest right you know so so if he slightly likes something that means it's great no he's not that critical he's just like he's just like super honest you know what i mean like i sent him a song the other day and he's his literal text said gotta be honest dude this is not doing anything for me yeah and i was like all right (laughs) And then I want to prove him wrong because I'm like, I'm like, you little fucker. Like, yeah, (laughs) it's good to be a good critic of yourself, though. I feel like to be like self-aware as much as you can, if you like, if you, if you know if something's good or not, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to like with peace and love to everyone I just mentioned, like I'm going to trust my own gut more than I trust anyone else's. But like, I think the older I get, the more 
aware I'm becoming of like just how little I actually know about life and music and, and yeah. art and like, like, I don't know, like I need people. Yeah, like you I, learn everything from others. For I sure. need people like and I need yeah. people who are good to yeah. tell me what's up because for sure, like, I just think it's really easy to lose perspective when like, because I'm like, I don't know if it's like, it's like ADD or like what, but I like really hyper fixate. Yeah. So like I will mix a demo of a first verse and a chorus for literally like 12 hours. Wow. Like just trying to make it sound so good. Yeah. Um, and it's like when, when you put that much time into anything, like it's hard to hear that it's not good. Yeah. You just nitpick. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah. like, um, I need other people because like mm -hmm. I lose, I lose perspective because I spend so much time totally. like making the thing that I'm like emotionally attached regardless if it's like good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Definitely. Yeah. So I heard you, you don't like smoking weed because it gives you anxiety. Is this true? It is true. I mean, now that I'm in California, I'm like trying to be more open to it. Okay. Um, but yeah, just, just don't do edibles. You know, it's funny because I went to I went to the dispensary with my roommate, who is like the most chill, like non-aggressive. She's not a stoner, but like right. whatever, like the most non-aggressive weed smoker I've ever met. Okay. And she was like, I really recommend this brand. I like she went, she literally offered to hold my hand when I took it. Like she's so sweet to me. Oh, that's amazing. But like uh, so I, I got these edibles that are like super baby. They're like, I call it like my baby weed or like my diet weed. Cause it's like mostly CBD. Okay. And dude, I have taken it and gotten a little bit scared, but I'm getting more open to it. Yeah. But yeah. Catch me like just hitting a joint in public. Never. Right. I'll have a freak out. I'll have to literally call my mom from the joint from really? anything like from any like aggressive amount of weed. See, I can, I can smoke it and be fine. But really? like edibles really mess me up. I, I feel like I come off of like a tilt a whirl a thousand times. Like you it's get, like I get dizzy. the worst spins of all time. Yeah. And I start puking every time. Yeah. For me, I think it's like less of like the physical sickness type things like you're talking about. For me, it's more like a mentally, like I start freaking the fuck out. Yeah. Um why is that? Like what do you what do you see? What do you think? I'm just like an anxious guy in general. Right. So it's like, I think it just takes my anxiety and turns it up to like a billion. Yeah. And I think it's like, you know, it's like a control thing. It's like, I'm no longer in control of my body or something like that. Right. But it's weird because like when I drink and stuff and I feel kind of out of control, like I think I feel more in control. Cause it's like, if you're drinking, you could just like eat a lot. Yeah. And then like, you'll come, so come down from you'll it. sober up or like kind of gross, but like you could puke yeah. and like, you'll feel a little bit better. Like, yeah. With weed, it's like once once you're high, like you're high. Right. Apparently. I don't know. Some guy on TikTok said you can snort, not snort, but you could smell like cracked pepper and it'll make you less high. Really? But that's TikTok. I don't know if that's real. That's interesting. I wonder if that's true. Yeah. I think it's like, it's just the fact that like you can't, you can't U-turn once you smoke weed. Snort you know what I mean? pepper. I got to find Not snort, out. like just like smell it, you know? Okay. To, to get rid of weed. How black pepper sedates marin marijuana marinara Mar marijuana paranoia <laughs> marinara yeah I guess that's a thing that's kind of weird five tricks to come down faster yeah see yeah 
it's, is. It's a thing it's for a thing. some people, I guess. But I don't know. I mean, if I do smoke weed like a regular person weed, mm-hmm. it's going to have to be at home on my couch with my roommate. Right. Because, like, I feel safe with her. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, I feel safe with, like, Sterling and shit, too. But it's like Sterling is such a casual yeah. marijuana user that I feel like if I'm bugging out, he might just be like, you're okay, dude. Right. And I'm like, no, I need you to, like. Punch me. <laughs> I need you to, like, really help. Restrain me. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Take my phone away and restrain me. Yeah. I'm scared of, like, who I'm going to text and shit. Did you hear about what happened with him and me the first night we hung out? I did because I just heard the, your episode with him. It's hilarious. Um, yeah, he was like passing out. This guy loves yeah. to like pass out apparently. He goes way too hard. Like this is literally, this guy just moved in. This is almost two years ago now, June of, I guess, what was that, 21? And we went to Down Cuco down the street, that Mexican restaurant. And he got like these, these uh, margaritas. Or I, I got a margarita too because I had never had one and I wanted to try it. Hated it. So I, I like instantly was like, this sucks. You can have it. And he drank two margaritas and then we walked home. He smoked, I think a little weed and then a cigarette. Oh, that'll do it. And just, yeah, it'll just make you sick. Cocktail of everything. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I, it's so funny. I love Sterling dearly and I'm yeah. not like ripping on the guy, but it's the amount of times I have been with him and he's like, I need to go to bed now. Like when he's like too high or something like that. When he says that, I've never heard that. Oh, that's happened. We were sitting, we were standing on Josh's balcony. It's not Josh's anymore, but we were standing on the balcony and we're just like hanging out. And he's like, he's like, I'm so sorry, but I need you to leave. Cause I must go to bed now. Like I'm not, I'm not good. Is that like super late in the, the night? Yeah. It's like a two 30 in the morning. Okay. Thing, and he's just like, he just hits a wall where he's like, I need to, lay down or i'm gonna freak out <laughs> like, or throw up or pass out or that's something. crazy yeah dude insane actually this isn't a knock on sterling either but it was kind of funny last night we were just watching a movie and afterwards he like lost his cigarettes and he was looking for his carton of cigarettes and he just like was he was running around this apartment for like 30 minutes looking for him yeah i bet i mean i get it you should, <laughs> you should see me if i drop like my vape in a couch or something like that i start immediately <laughs> having a fucking aneurysm about it I just start flipping the couch like where the fuck is no it? literally because it's like yeah. that's addiction dude it is yeah yeah it's hard to come off of that stuff too i don't know how hard it nicotine? is to quit vape but i mean it's the same thing as cigarettes right just nicotine i think so but i think it's like so accessible that i can sit here and do this podcast with you and hit my vape right like as i have yeah and it's like i haven't even noticed this whole time have you been doing it uh a a couple times a couple times yeah but like yeah it's it's pretty heavy it's pretty hard to get off yeah it's just because it's like you could sit here and do it Mm -hmm. you don't have to like go outside right imagine if you had to go outside every time you were that sucks. Uh, doing uh, doing nicotine. Every time you wanted to ingest nicotine, I'd be like, fuck that. Right. And we have like a like a no smoking policy on like our porches here, but like Sterling does it all the time and gets away with it, which is pretty yeah. nice. Like I think I think the last couple of roommates I had would usually get caught. Oh, really? I, I don't know if she just like leaned out of that, you know, rule that she has, but. Yeah, I don't know. It seems to be. I don't know. Maybe it's because he's a night dweller. Like he, he is. He's up late. Yeah. And people are like regular people are sleeping. Right. Oh, you know, it's really funny. We have these, these new neighbors that are wonderful. They live above us and they're super loud and they like run across the floor and stomp and stuff. And I realized pretty quick that it was like kids. Uh huh. So I'm like not an asshole. Like I understand they're children, but like a couple of days ago I got super pissed cause they were, they were like using power tools at like midnight 
and like just stomping and stomping. So I just wrote them a nice little letter and I was just like, you know, you're disturbing all these people. Like, can you just like keep it down or something? And they just like wrote the exact same letter to me and put it on my door. <laughs> really? And we're like, put, put yourself in our position. We have three kids. And I'm just like, well, keep your kids in check. You can't, you can't be doing that yeah. like all hours of the night. Like, dude, come on, man. I get it. I get it. But yeah, I get it. And dude, there's in my building, there is this child. I sleep with my window open because it's California, you know, it feels better. Yeah. Yeah. And there is a child who it just fucking <laughs> screams every yes, morning yes. and it wakes me every morning and yep. it makes me scared. Right. I'm like, why is there a person screaming? And cause you're like half asleep. I'm like, is someone getting literally fucking murdered? Like outside my window. Right. Um, so I get it. Like that is annoying, but I feel like growing up playing music, like I was always the person who was annoying other people. Right. Like playing guitar at night or like mixing music or like I used to have a drum set. Like, yeah, I was always Same. the annoying person. So it's like, I feel like that has given me the perspective on like, I, I just, when I hear people being loud and shit, like I don't want to complain because I'm right. like, I have been complained at so many times right. for making noise. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm all about that happy medium. I, I could care less. They've been better. Yeah. yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. It's, it is fucking annoying though. It's just kind of annoying. Cause like Sterling would Sterling was like punching the ceiling at one point, like trying to get them to stop. And then like John was complaining about it. I'm just like, uh, I'm like, I'm in the middle of it. I just want to take care of it. Yeah. And it's your place. And I'm too nice too. I'm just, I'm just too nice. I don't usually like doing stuff like that. So uh -huh. it's like out of my element to even have to do that yeah no i get that it's hard yeah it's hard to like advocate for yourself just, like, like step up yeah. <laughs> yeah it is what it is <laughs> um so take me through like the various recordings of the full lengths where did you record as long as the sun is up i recorded as long as the sun is up with my friend andre he had a studio called 11th hour studios i don't i honestly it's a shame i've fallen out of touch with him um, but we recorded that in his apartment in Miami. Um, Sweet. God, in like 2011, I think. So long ago. I'm like ancient. Yeah. Um, you're not supposed to agree. I know. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, it was forever ago, but... Um, We're pretty close in age. How old are you again? 27. Okay, yeah. What are you, 30? I'm 29. I, th I thought you were close to that. Okay. Yeah. You're like, yeah, you look like you're 30. Well, you, you, I know we were talking about this the other day. I think your birthday's coming up, right? September. Okay, cool. Soon enough. What what day is it? The 10th. Okay, remember that. Yeah, add it to your calendar. Right no, before 9-11. Yeah, how could you forget? That I mean, sucks. there is a thing we will remember <laughs> on the window. No one at home can see it. But. Oh, yeah. I had like 20 of those. So I've been sticking them around places. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Love it. So, yeah, that was 2011. We recorded that in his apartment came out in 2012 came out in 2012 okay yeah and then great album thank you it's really good thank you i get like the city and color vibes a little bit from that one that was a huge thing when i started yeah. city and color that record i think it's called sometimes it's like yellow with like a bird on it yes the hello i'm from delaware yes song. yes yes that record is really good great song and i was i was super into that um yeah that was like the acoustic thing and uh what happened after that after that i did death of a slug yeah and that was 2015 um, so death of a slug originally came out 2014 and half the songs i did with andre oh, again cool. same guy did them acoustic and then half the songs i did full band and it was kind of like a double ep type thing yeah um so it was like five acoustic songs five 
full band songs. Mm. And then there's also a version of Death of a Slug that is entirely acoustic. It's somewhere on the internet. Oh, I got to find this. Um, it's just like so old and it's like, I don't know. I'm just like, it's one of those things where it's like, I'm sure some people would love to have it, but like it yeah. makes me cringe when I hear it. So it's like, Interesting. I try to like erase it from the the internet. Like more than the first record? Like, do you like the first record or is I, that cringe? I like, it is cringe, but it's also like, you know, I can like be compassionate with myself and be like, okay. you were young and right. like, you didn't really know what you were doing. You didn't really know how to make a good structured song. And like the vocals are untuned and it's like very raw and it's like, it is what it is. You know what I mean? Like, and it served its purpose. You know what I mean? Well, I think that's why people liked modern baseball in the beginning was because uh-huh. they had kind of a similar feel to it with the acoustic songs. Uh huh. I just, I don't know. People like that sound. Yeah, people do. And people still, people still like, like people asked me for it all the time. So I put it up on my yeah. Spotify and stuff like a couple like maybe a year ago or so. Cause before that I was just like, eh, this doesn't need to be like out there, but like people would ask me for it right. all the time. So it's like, you know, I, I respect it for what it was and like what purpose it served in my life, I suppose. And, uh, but I, I did the, I did the full band half of that with a guy named Kenny Gill out of Pigpen Studios in Tampa, cool. Florida. And then I signed with Smart Punk. No, I, I signed with Animal Style Records, which is an LA-based label, no longer exists. Okay, were they good? They were fucking great. Oh, okay. uh, the, the, the guy who started, like the founder of, of Animal Style, still one of my best friends to this day. Nice. Like saw him last week, got Sweet. coffee. Um, he signed me. And we put out Death of a Slug in 2015 with all full band songs. So that record like came out twice, basically. So I, I went back to Tampa and did the, the other five songs. Then after that, this is really long-winded. I love uh, it. It's great. Then after that, we did The Flaws and Everything, which was an EP, I think. Yes. That, yes. Five songs. Don't even know my own discography. It's just like was so long ago. Yeah, that was 2017. 2017 that came out. That was recorded 2016 in Paducah, Kentucky, with a guy named Rick King, King yeah. Sound Studios. Um, also, don't think he's making music anymore. I I actually don't know if he's still recording anymore. Um, mm. I think he is like into like Twitch now. Like he's like a like, like a gamer like or a like gamer a guy. Yeah, interesting. Do people make a killing on that? That's what I hear. That's like, what I hear. You just got to have a good shtick to it, but yeah, you got to be like cool and funny and likable and right. Yeah. It's like, I mean, it's like anything else in like quote unquote show business. It's right. like you got to have that thing about you. Gotta you got to have the flair. Got to have the thing. So we did that record. That was cool. That was like our first time recording in like a real ass studio. Like, yeah, uh, that was like a very legit studio. That one's got my favorite video. Oh, the fade to black video. Yeah. So you get up out of bed. That's my favorite dude. I don't know why it's just fucking hilarious. Yeah. It, it's not uh i think sterling just showed me and made me laugh i don't know he was like check this out no i respect that yeah. it's old dude it's like my, all my other shit it's like it's older and it's like whatever it is a great video thanks like was my, that the one that you were bothered by like how it's like slightly crooked in one I shot i was incredibly bothered at a dutch angle in the <laughs> shot in in one of the shots <laughs> with yes. the fountain right yes Hilarious. It's, it's like slightly off kilter but that stuff bothers me to no end. Yeah. But um, I, that whole video, like we shot that video in like four hours and it was like really stressful. My buddy, Sean wow. Hiley, um, used to play in a band called Let It Happen okay. from uh, Cincinnati. He like flew out 
paid him like a thousand bucks. He flew out. We shot the video in a couple hours and then he flew home wow. like the next morning. Interesting. So it was like a big, it was a rush. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, after flaws and everything, next thing we did was soul kiss. Right? Soul kiss. And that, unless you consider the split part of that. Oh my God. I was forgot about 2013 with Ryan. Ryan. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan. Dude, for everyone who says I'm on the state champs, make a wish foundation. I want them to know that Ryan and I put out a split before he was even in that band and before like <laughs> it just, he was just my friend Ryan and he still is my friend Ryan. So fuck you. No, we, I'm just lo- we love Ryan over here. We love Ryan. He's just my guy. It's what it is. Um, so, <laughs> uh, we did that split. I also recorded that with Andre. Yeah. Uh, 11th hour studios in Miami. Um, and then we did soul kiss with Sam Guyana in, uh, in Toronto. How do I know that name? Cause he's like, he's, I don't want to say up and coming. Cause I feel like he's already up. Like yeah. he, he's been doing some really cool records the last couple of years. What's some of the ones he's done? He's done some stuff for Silverstein. He's done some stuff for... He lives here now. Yeah, he does live here. I've met him. That's why. Okay. Yeah. 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 We, we, he came to Barney's with us a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Okay. Um, he... He... Uh, yeah, he's the man. He's my guy. Yeah. He's my guy. I don't know what else to say. That was stressful because it's like, you know, like small band, like like low budget, like yeah. we're fucking... We were like sleeping in the studio, like sweating our asses off like in this windowless <laughs> room in toronto in the summer like it was really hot and like just bumming it <laughs> just really bumming it and uh you know but that was a great experience too and uh then we just did this last record um nameless record for now um we did that with him as well like actually nameless you really don't have a name yet i have a name okay but i don't know if i'm like ready to say it yet because that's fine I, not not because i like yeah. want to be like exclusive cool guy yeah yeah yeah. i literally don't want to say it because i don't know if it's going to be for sure called yeah that. if it's going to change you know what i mean right um that's cool though but yeah we did that in miami sam actually flew down with like literally an interface just like small like the one we're using right now to record this podcast and like made an entire record on a on a on this microphone that's crazy in interface and uh that's it. Hell just like yeah. in a house in Miami, Sam and I. That's Sterling amazing. was there a little bit because we had just come off tour and Andy was there as well. Wow. Um, but I'd say like 70% of the time it's just Sam and I in a house. That's wild. Yeah. Um, so the first first album cover, that's you, right? As like a little kid? It's not me. It's not you. Who, who no, is that? It's my buddy Logan from a band called Jillian Carter. Okay. It's uh, like a Florida screamo band, like Sick. in the vein of like Page Ninety Nine and like like oh. crazy like hardcore crossover screamo. Hell yeah! Um, just a really good friend. <laughs> and that's hilarious. Just thought it was cute and just was, was that your like, idea or was that his? It was. I don't know. I think I was probably at his house and and he had like a label called Explosion Records that was kind of like a joke, but it was also kind of just like all of our friends like we're kind of just like a weird collective where we would do shit together. And we would like literally spend hours and hours and hours like burning CDs and like packaging them ourselves and like super DIY the old ways. So I was just like, Oh, like, yeah. When CDs were a thing, um, do you ever hand out CDs at warp tour? No. (laughs) Good. Yeah. No, I've never really been into like pushing out people. It's just like, it's not natural to me. I just make the thing. Right. And then I like, 
fuck off about it kind of like i've never just been i mean like obviously i want my band to be big and successful and like like obviously like there's a component of that but there's also a thing where it's like i just like feel like it's just weird like it just makes me cringe to like try to make people listen to it or like yeah you know which is like a whole separate conversation about like what the internet has done to like the music industry and stuff but yeah it's just pretty weird i just kind of like i kind of just like like to make it right and then i feel like it's all like who takes you out on tour nowadays too though that that plays a huge part in bands you know finding their audience yeah you know it's like every 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 time we've gone on like a bigger tour like i notice our numbers increase like i notice everything like gets bigger yeah and like i i know that like if i play in front of people like i'm pretty confident that i can convert them into a fan like if i just like if you have no idea who i am and i play in front of you like i'm pretty confident i can convert you in some way mm-hmm. um to being a fan and uh it's just like the consistency of touring which is like something i've had like really awful luck with mm-hmm. like which i hate to use like luck as a crutch but it's a real thing where it's like we did our first tour with champs. That was like our first big tour in 2015. And then immediately after that, we had the fest in Gainesville. And then immediately after that, we had a tour with man overboard. Wow. And a loss for words. Oh, you run on tour with them. No, the tour got canceled. dude. Oh no. The tour literally got canceled. I don't know what happened, but it was like literally a week before it was supposed to start. The tour got canceled. I think with peace and love to man overboard, all due respect. I love that band. Yeah. Uh, I just think that it was in some really big rooms and I don't think it was selling very well. Mm. And I think they pulled the plug on it because it's it's a better look to play smaller places and sell them out than it is to play bigger places and have them half. Oh yeah. You don't want to undersell it. Definitely not. So I think that's what happened. I think, I don't know for sure though. And then like, that was like the start of me, like having terrible luck. I feel was that you said that was 2016 for that, that one, the Mano. Or was it that was supposed to be 2015. 15, okay. Or so like late 2015, maybe early 2016. That was a big year for just pop punk in general. I feel like State yeah, Champs, was. Knuckle Puck, Turnover, Title Fight, they all had great records that year. I agree. Yeah. I agree. It was a big year. It was cool to like kind of feel like I was a part of it in a way. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, and then shit happens, you know what I mean? And then like yeah. right before, like we did the biggest tour of our career um, in – the fall of 2019 with state champs again mm-hmm. and uh simple plan and we the kings and us it was like what the fuck are we doing here amazing but it was incredible and then like we come home from tour like literally our rec soul kiss comes out on that tour we we do the tour we come home and then covid uh, yeah and it was like bro like sterling and i were supposed to do an acoustic tour like literally the week that covid hit like mid march so you know, we can all make excuses, but that's what, ha- that's like the, kind of, that's happened to me repeatedly where like things fall through or yep. like, I don't know. Um, you know, so I, I kind of like, like I said, I've like kind of taken some time off and like, yeah. I'm ready to get back into the, into the grind soon, cool. yeah. you know? So hopefully, hopefully we'll be back out on the road, like doing some cool shit soon. And if not, like I'm, I'm, I want to like just start gigging locally, like in right. LA, like there's like a couple like writer's block things that like you can go perform at and that's sick i don't know I, i'm like really inspired by the way people do comedy here mm-hmm. like how they perform every night yeah like dude i want to perform every night like that'd be sick i would do that i would perform Scooby, multiple no. times 
Sorry. Dog. Scooby, the executive <laughs> producer. Um, <laughs> like, if I could, I would perform every night. Like, yeah. acoustic. I don't, I don't care. Like, I'll play by myself. I just want to, like, get my chops up. Like, I want to, like, I'm very out of practice. Right. Um, what stresses you out more, playing acoustically or with a band? With a band. Actually? Wow. Yeah, which I feel like whenever people ask me that or anything close to that, like, people are surprised. Cause it's like, you're alone, you're doing your thing, but it's like, you're in control though. Yeah. We notice a theme with me. Yeah. Um, no, <laughs> um, it's just like, I think, I don't know. Like I, there's less to load in. There's, there's less room for things to go wrong. Like there's less variables. Like if it's just me and a guitar, it's like, I'm like, even if I fuck up, like I will recover in like some kind of comedic way or like, right. like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. I feel like I have an easier time winning people over if it's just me. I don't know really what that's about though. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that might just be like my energy that I have when I'm alone because it's like, I step into it. Like, it's not like, like stand up or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Like I haven't done stand up, but it, it feels stand up adjacent in the fact where it's like, you have to make these people like you yeah. and like, there's just more room to do that when you're by yourself. But with the band, it's like you win people over in a different way. It's like people like loud rock music. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're probably both cool. But I, I've tried doing the comedy thing. I haven't, I haven't actually done it, but I've been wanting to. Mm -hmm. And I just, I can't imagine what that's like just walking in front of people. Like stand up? I, yeah. I feel like, I feel like the better way to do it would be to like actually go in front of like a sold out crowd than like a couple people. That, that freaks me out even more because if yeah, like you're just getting crickets i agree like yeah. i dude it's like it's weird like the other day um my roommate was like i've never heard you play and i was like i'll play you a song Ooh, so okay. i like i played a song and dude i was like fucking freaking out like yeah. and I, i've played in front of like like a good like a large large amount of people yeah. you know much more than one person at least right and uh that was like scarier to me than playing in front of like 2000 kids you know what i mean it's yeah. like there's something about like the closeness like the 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 intimacy of like playing for like a small room that is like way scarier than pay like like uh, i agree with you is what i'm yeah, saying yeah. like i think it would be easier to do like comedy in a room full of people but what did she think she like it i mean she's really nice so i don't yeah. know even if she didn't like she would probably be like that was great yeah you know for sure I mean? she's just like a sweet person you know we got to get a show going like i think just in general because you want to start doing shows sterling does our old roommate does like we know a, a big core group that would love to do that right now i know like i'm just like really like i mean i've been around you a bunch of times mm -hmm. but like this is the most we've ever talked yeah literally and it's, <laughs> and it's great it's great like yeah. i would love to like work on shit together in some capacity like absolutely i don't know what that really looks like but like yeah. i'm down like i I don't know. Like I, I just want to be doing stuff. Like I want to yeah. do the LA thing. Like stay we all, active. We yeah. all live in this fucking cool ass place. Like make it worth it. Yeah. I feel like I should be doing more, but maybe that's just like me being critical of myself. But yeah, I don't know, dude. Like I, I want to, I want to play. Yeah. I want to play. And I also kind of want to do comedy. Yeah. Um, that'd be sick. I could see you doing that. Thanks. I think like, I don't know. It, it's, <laughs> It, it's just like i i feel like from touring acoustic and like yeah. stuff for so long like it doesn't scare me to go on stage in front of people right like 
I don't know. I feel like I could do it, but I don't know if I'm actually funny. Like, I feel like I'm funny, like in a, in a friend group scenario. Yeah. I don't know how I would do just like with original, like just content, a, original joking content. Dude, it's you, like, you just got to come out guns a blazing. Like you start got screaming. Well, no, I mean, you just got to have like really good jokes in the canon. Like, I feel like a lot of people go up there and just bomb because they're just, they don't have good material. They're not prepared. And, yeah. but it is, it is also like a, like a presence thing too, though. I feel like, like sometimes like that awkward nerves and nervous energy is actually a good thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I play off of that all the time. Like, right. Like, like, cause I, I do get nervous. Like I'm human. Like right. it's, we all like, do. It, it doesn't, it, it's not going to stop me from doing it. But yeah. while I'm doing it, I will be scared. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, same thing with performing. Like, I I will get nervous when I'm talking in between songs or something like that. But, like, I usually try to, like, inject humor into it. Or right. I'll be like, man, this is fucking awkward. What's wrong with you guys? Like, right. I say shit like that all the time in hopes to get a laugh and, like, break the ice. Because it's like, I know this is weird. Yeah. Like, we're at a show and, like, you're standing there and I'm tuning. And, like, <laughs> you might know who I am. You You probably don't. But, like... It's like, it's fucking weird. Do you ever get those hecklers in between songs? All the time. I hate that. I hate it. It's so Stop rude. Stop talking. Yeah. Dude, this is so... We get this thing, because the band's called Northbound, right? So it's like, <laughs> we get this thing of like, oh, but you're you're actually westbound right now. And I'm like, <laughs> bro, literally you, literally every person I've ever met has said that fucking stupid joke like go home it's like you're not original and yeah. literally we played at the palladium on i think it's on sunset boulevard oh, with champs right yeah we we yeah, played there and I heard and, about that and that happened that literally happened someone was like but you're in la that's westbound haha and i was like would you like the microphone and he was like no or i don't know he like froze <laughs> I don't remember exactly what happened, but I was like, I was like, I have the mic. This is my turn. Shut up. Yeah. Like I've just gotten like, really like, I don't know, especially at, when I'm performing solo, like yeah. by myself, it's like, I'm so used to people shitting on me yeah. that I'm just very quick to be like, you can fuck off. Yeah. Like leave. Like I don't leave. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, which is like, you know, my bandmates will get on me. They're like, you need to be like more chill. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> I spent 12 hours in a van. Yeah. I smell like shit. I look like shit. I feel like shit. I slept like shit. Everything is shit. Yeah. Except for this 30 minutes when I'm on the stage. I'm pouring the last emotion I have left and, and, on the set. And when someone tries to <laughs> fuck with you right. when you're doing that, it's like, it's really hard to not take it personally. Totally. Yeah. You know? That is sick that you got to play the Palladium though. Dude, that place is fucking fuck. It's insane. It's stupid. It's it, amazing. It was the day our record came out too. It was like a really special day. That's cool. Really, really special day. Did Sterling play that one with you? He did. Yeah, I heard about it. Pretty cool. My guy. That's a huge place. It's big. I think it's like 20, 2,500, maybe more. I saw Circle Jerks there last April. It was crazy. We, I bet that was crazy. We Man showed up. Fuck yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> That's Sick. cool. And then uh, we saw, I don't know if Sterling went to this, but Joyce Manor. With That's Tiger's Jaw cool. and Turnover. That was a really good show. I bet that was a great show. They have I a really Joyce good Manor. sound there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I've never like attended a show there, but it's a big-ass echoey room. It's cool. Yeah, it's cool. Um, So the Death of a Slug cover, uh, you got like the little flower decay depiction going on. How long did that take in between pictures to like capture that? 
So I didn't do that. Okay. My friend Sean, who shot the video for Fade to Black, actually did that. Sick. Um, I don't what I what he actually did, which is crazy, is he. I think he microwaved them or he put them in the oven, and they just like wilted. So he it took him like fifteen minutes. I That's think. hilarious. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I never dude. would have thought that. That's it's insane. really funny. He just took three pictures, and then he like edited it together. But I think he. I, I don't think it was the microwave. I feel like the microwave would kill them aggressively. Yeah. I think he put them in the oven. I don't know. <laughs> I can ask him. Yeah, please do. That's that's amazing. Incredible. Yeah, dude. All art is fake. I it, love it. It's it's not real. The what flowers you... didn't actually die. No. We killed them. They're still there somewhere. Dust dust <laughs> dust in the wind. Yeah. What do you what are your thoughts on AI? Scary. Yeah, I don't like it. I find it really scary. It's freaking me out. Um yeah. That I don't have many thoughts on it aside from like it's scary. I think it's dangerous for art. Yeah. Which is like, I know I'm like a singer in a pop punk band and like talking about art is like inherently pretentious, but I, I feel like it's genuinely like really dangerous for art because yeah. like the other day, like I was just curious and I was like typing in like some things. On, I don't, one of the image generators, yeah. I was l- trying to get like ideas for artwork. Yeah. And I was like, just let me see if this works. And then I was like, dude, you could literally just use this as album artwork. Yeah. It's just like this fake thing it's like then what happens to the people who like not only do they earn their living through like making art but like yeah they like feel fulfilled from doing it like i just feel like it's like really fucking it's fucking a lot of people over i think it's like really i don't know but then like also like i don't want to be like you know in 50 years from now i don't want to be the person who was looking at elvis and like thinking it was inappropriate Right. You know what I mean? Like right. how, you know what I, like that generation, like when Elvis came out, it was like, yeah, what the fuck is this guy doing? Like, this is so uncool. Yeah, like for sure. Don't do that. That's inappropriate. Yeah. I don't want to be that person. So I want to be with the times and I want to say that I'm sure AI can do a lot of cool things for us or whatever. And it's like, obviously it's amazing, but like, it's kind of fucking frightening. Yeah. As a creative, I think it's frightening. It is scary. Definitely. Yeah. But I, I would say Soul Kiss is my personal favorite of your discography. I think it's a very strong record overall. And, you know, you can't deny the power that very long list has when it blasts in. <laughs> uh, but who who painted that cover? I did. You did? Interesting. I did. Yeah. It's very beautiful. Thank you. I love it. Thank you. Um, it's That was a weird uh, thing. Like, I don't know. I I went like full Bukowski and I got very drunk. Well, first off, I I was listening to the album and I was thinking about what, not when I was painting it, (laughs) (laughs) I was, I was, I was literally at the craft store and I was listening to the record. I was like, what colors are coming to mind? Right. Which is like, I'm not going to pretend I have synesthesia, this thing that every artist pretends they have where they can hear colors. (laughs) I'm not going to pretend I have that. Like, I'm not going to be Charlie Puth here. (laughs) That's amazing. Um, He does that. He, I think he says he has it. He claims it. It's like, oh, like. I feel like, bro, it's like, stop, like, stop. You have perfect pitch. Like that's dope. But like, yeah. I don't know, dude, what, what color is a C sharp? I don't know. Right. Um, but I was just thinking about what colors came to mind. I chose the colors cause that record feels dark and brooding and, and all that. And I chose the colors and, uh, I got drunk and I painted that cover. So you were, you were under the influence when that. I was, I went, I did the Bukowski thing of like, you know, write drunk, edit sober. I think that's a, that's cool. I think that's a Bukowski thing. Um, I don't know how many, take a shot every time I say Bukowski, Bukowski, but, but, um, 
yeah, that was that. And then, you know, so I painted it and then I scanned it. I had to like take it to FedEx or Kinko's or whatever and scan it and stitch it together like yeah. on Photoshop. And you're pretty confident that was the one. No, no. Like, I, I mean, when I saw it, when it was done, I was like, yes, this is it. But, um, when I was making it, I, I was actually getting like really frustrated with it. Cause I, I feel like I've never been good at, um, I think there's like plenty of things that I'm a natural at, like whatever, like not like, like I pick up things, certain things easily. Right. Like visual arts is not one of those things. Like when it comes to merchandise or like, um, album artwork or like anything like that, like I'm fucking clueless. Like Lead it I, to other people. I, I genuinely have to hire people to do it because like, yeah. It's just not what comes natural to me. And uh, like if it was up to me, I would literally just make my album cover. Like my the new album that I'm making is like the name of it is also a color. Nice. And like I just want to literally I, I would make the the cover just that color. Turquoise. Just nothing. It's not turquoise. Okay. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but like it, it's a word that is also a color, but it's not mainly a color orange <laughs> no 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 no. that no, would no. be really funny no but you know what i mean like i would just do that because it's like i don't i don't know what like again it's like i i don't know what it's supposed to look like like right but i know it when i see it mm -hmm. and the photo on the flaws and everything there's a photo of of a dude like with his head like hanging off of a a dock i took that photo and it's like so when i see it i know it yeah but it's got to feel right. It has to, it's just like everything else. Like it has to happen organically. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I was getting really frustrated when I was doing the cover for soul kiss. Like, and, and the word soul kiss is actually like scratched into it. Oh, cool. it's not, it's not like painted on. It's like it's not added later. It's scratched in. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like colors definitely play a huge part in like albums being interesting to pick up. Yeah. In general. And that's a lot of pressure. Like mm -hmm. back to like the business thing. Like I've never just like, I've never had that mindset of like, oh, this is going to be something that like catches someone's eye or is like interesting to them. It's just right. like, it's like, I just make what I make. And if you like it, you like it. That's dope. But like, I, I'm not necessarily good at like the, the visual and like the selling, like, I don't, it's not yeah. natural to me to sell something I created. That's weird. Right. Like, that's why I like being on a label. It's like you sell it. Yeah. Like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Just awkward. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just a true artist, you know? Yeah. I'm just, kidding. <laughs> I'm just I'm here just, for the music, man. I'm just like really here to create musical fusion. <laughs> <laughs> School of rock. No, but you know what I mean? It, it, I think it does like, you know, there is a part like that does come down to like just feeling like I want to be an artist and I want to be responsible for making the art and that's it. Hell yeah, I love that. Dude, speaking of School of Rock, tw mm -hmm. 20th anniversary this year. Wow. They're talking about doing a performance. That makes me feel so old. I think that's going to be out here. I'm sure that it'll have to be in LA, right? I would literally die. I would have to go to that. I would go. I'll go with I, you. I would definitely love that. That's so sick. That'd be sweet. Zach Mooneyham on the guitar? Yes. Unfortunately, the drummer died. Did you know that? No. Like a couple, like two years ago. Really? I think it was during COVID. Yeah. I think he got hit by a car or some, something bad happened. Yeah. Jesus. That's... And I was like, fuck, dude. Now, now he can't see the complete clan. I don't like that. That sucks. Yeah. Interesting choice of words there. Oh, <laughs> my bad there. <laughs> uh, but anyways, <laughs> what are your uh, goals for this year? Besides, obviously, putting out new music, playing shows. Is there anything else? Add to the repertoire? 
like outside of music um or or inside i don't know dude i mean i i feel like i've really been on some shit lately of like i just like want to be a better version of myself yeah and like i don't know like i i i went through like a pretty big like weight loss thing over the last couple of years and like because like during the pandemic which is like a story for another time it was rough for me and the rest of the world obviously but like definitely I, i put on a bunch of weight and then like it started like i don't know if it's over even but it started like life started being normal again yeah and i was like shit i need to like do i like took a I, I played a show and like my buddy was taking photos and like I saw the photos afterwards and I was like mortified by like really? how I looked in the photo. Wow. And then like, so I, I, I committed to that and like I literally spent like a year of my life doing nothing but like riding my bike and like paying attention to what I was eating. Yeah, yeah. And I dropped a bunch of weight and, and now I just like, now that I'm out here and I'm finally like settled and I really want to get back on that. Like that's up the personal side of things. Like, right. I just want to be like, I want to be happy and comfortable in my own skin. Mm-hmm. And, um, which is so hard to do. Like it's, it's so, what is the song? Uh, there's a song that says it's so hard to be human in so many ways. It's it really st- is. Starting line song. Um, oh, classic. Um, so there's that. I mean, I think I also want to, I want to try stand up. Maybe I'm just doing the LA thing of like oh, I'm in LA. It's like I can be a comedian. You know what I mean, dude? But, if you if you do stand up and you're like nervous, I will go with you and I will I will go too. I will do it. All right. I would love to. Oh, we, I want to commit to this. Maybe we should commit to doing that. I would totally be down. Yeah. I got some good jokes. You do? Like I got a couple that I, I have written from like last year that I was like, damn, this would be pretty funny to say. Okay, I've got some bits as well. I've yeah, been, I've been working on some stuff. Yeah, I, I would be down to do that. I mean. I got to do, I got to try that. I just want to try things on. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think I just like want to, I want to create more. I want to be like more dedicated to the craft. Like, right. like speaking of Sterling, like, you know, an hour ago we were speaking of Sterling, but to bring him back yeah. up. <laughs> um, we love Sterling. He's so, I do love Sterling. He's so dedicated to like being a fucking real artist. Right. That's my at least how it looks from the outside. I don't know how it feels in his head, but he's, he's like a true artist to me. And like, I, I feel like he like lives, breathes, eats and sleeps like his craft and like getting good. And like, I've always just been like, yeah, I wrote this song. It's like, it's cool. You right. know what I mean? Like I want to, I want to like lean into like the part of me that thinks it's cringy to be a real artist and like, mm-hmm. and like try to be a real artist. Like, right. like I want to, I want to dedicate myself and my life to the craft much 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 more than i do right now like and i want it to be so much less about what other people think of it and i want it to be so much less about how much money i can make or how successful i can be like i actually want to just make shit that i like and that makes me happy oh yeah so dude sterling always goes on like facebook marketplace and like (laughs) picks up like the weirdest instruments and brings them home like flutes and stuff yeah and like, there's this one thing he, I'll have to show you later, but it's, it's just hysterical. He's always bringing new gadgets home and just testing stuff out. Um, yeah. Like, he, I don't know. He, he's an artist. Like, look at him. He's right. a fucking artist. He like, really is. <laughs> like, I, I, and I know Sterling wants to be like a successful fucking yeah. musician too. Like, I, I'm not saying I don't want to be successful. I'm just saying like, I want my purpose to be like, I want to fulfill my own purpose through right. like creating things. Like whether that be comedy or painting or music or like what I just want to, I want to 
die full force. I want to make shit, dude. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to fucking like, I don't want to be cool on the internet. Like, I just want to make shit. Right. No, that's cool. That's kind of my vibe. That's a great way to look at it, honestly. I guess so. I mean, it would be nice to be able to like pay my bills. Right. Um, like, you know what I mean? Without like working like, you know, like all the, all the bullshit that we do, all the bullshit that we do to make money. Like, yeah. it would be really nice to, to like, you know, be financially free via music, but right. I don't know, dude. Like, it's almost like my goals are kind of changing as I get older. And it's like, that is less important to me than it is to just like be like the best writer I could be or like the best performer I could be. Like, I, like I said, I want to get my chops up. I want to perform every night. Like, I just want to do the thing. Yeah. Get back to it. I got to get back to it, dude. It's been a long time. It's been a minute. Dude, how great does it feel though? That literally in, I think it's two and a half weeks, maybe COVID is officially over. Like they officially said May 11th is like the end all be all date. Are you, is that real? I swear to God. You can how look, look does it that up. even exist? It's because Joe Biden says it does and oh, whatever, but bro, I don't know. I, that's cool, I guess, but I feel that, good about that. I feel good about that too, but it's so weird. Like, right. I didn't know. It's like, it's like, oh, it already feels over. Yeah. It feels very over to me. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? But like, totally. But like, I don't know. I didn't know you can like assign a date to like a, yeah. uh, to like a, like national emergency. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> like you shouldn't be able to, but it just feels good to know that, that as like an overall country, like, it's over yeah i feel I like mean, it is good to that's know that. great news yeah great even news. if it's not completely i'm sure it's still out there that's like, so fucking weird that's like saying like hey it's officially not raining tomorrow <laughs> right it's like what do you mean like yeah. that's not within your control like i don't know but god bless him right god bless him joe biden when he fell off the bike dude <laughs> did you see that i heard about it so brutal dude you gotta i'll show you this video he, oh, he falls off of a bike and it is so sad oh it's not funny I mean, it's funny, but it's like, oh, it's okay. fucking sad. He's like an old dude and he falls. How recent was this? Probably like within the last year. Okay. Yeah, Man, dude. Don't get old. Dude, I don't want to. At least we're still young and we're, we're making it happen. Kinda. Sort of. I'm feeling older all the time. I know. But I'm, try I'm also like really trying to embrace it. And I'm, I feel like my 20s, like I kind of struggled a lot and I feel like I'm kind of late. Like I'm 29 now and I just moved to Los Angeles. It's like, right. I feel like I'm literally a decade late on that life move. You're reborn again. But I'm trying to look at it like that where it's just like, it doesn't really matter. And like, I don't know, like I, uh, my twenties were my twenties, you know? Dude, you've accomplished so much in your twenties. It's ridiculous. I appreciate you and saying pre that. And pre-twenties. I, I appreciate you saying that because it doesn't, Yeah. not to have therapy right now, but it doesn't feel like that all the time. So You're it's right. like, yeah, yeah. it's like, um, that's cool to hear. Yeah. That's cool to hear. I want to, I want to keep it going. Like for, for instance, I was in a band for like four months in like the end of 2012 to the beginning of 2013 and haven't been in one since. And it's something that's been bothering me forever because I've been wanting to do it for that long and I'm trying to get back into that myself. So right. Hopefully I hear you, man. I hear it's hard. It's, it's hard. It's really hard to like do it. Cause you just want to create, you just want to do it. Yeah, dude. You know? Yeah. It's tough. I mean, you live with a really good artist, so maybe you guys can like work on some shit together. We like, do. If if yeah. I can work, if you want to work on shit with me, like I'm happy to. Like I would love to. I like 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 I really want to get into creating for creation's sake. My my buddy right. Matt actually said to me one time, he was like, oh, like he just bought like a cool synthesizer, and he was like, yeah. oh, I'm gonna come over and like we'll jam. Hell yeah! And I was like, bro, we're gonna jam. And he's like, 
he's like why don't we play music the way that we play xbox right and i was like damn so you mean just for fun just fuck around like we're not gonna monetize this we're not gonna like we're not gonna put this out in the world we're not gonna sell this we're just gonna make it yeah and he's like yeah i was like oh shit i for i literally forgot that that's possible right because it's like for so long it's like i mean i'm lucky to have been on labels for like the vast majority of my career and it's like i'm always thinking about like how is this person gonna sell this or what are they gonna think about it or what like like okay like i want to make them happy i i need there's always been like a kind of baked in pressure to like to make a marketable quote-unquote sellable product so it's like the idea of just like jamming is something i literally haven't done since i was like a kid yeah no for sure which is fucking dark because that's that's why i loved it right that's why i loved music sterling just did that with josh and andrew like last couple weeks ago and they just got all together just uh andrew's got like a drum set yeah they all just did the damn thing that's so sick it's sick yeah yeah i want to do that yeah we should jam i wish there was like is there like a practice space we could get there's not there must be yeah you know what i mean i don't know how much they cost but there's there's gotta be if we got like a bunch of people to go in on that for like a day that'd be fun yeah just fuck around could probably be like 10 bucks a person that'd be sick i would totally do that me too um so we've reached the end here this is the uh the official speed round i ask a bunch of bullshit questions and you give me your best answer okay how long have we been going uh four hours no way no i'm just kidding um we've been going for hour and a half okay cool yeah it's just great that's that's usually four hours spot yeah perfect i've done those i've done i think like a four and 45 damn yeah the new rogan i think it was split up but yeah yeah (laughs) It was my buddy Peter. I think he's got the the longest episode. All right, speed round. Okay, grape jelly or strawberry jelly? Grape. Fuck yeah. I'm I'm supposed to answer as quickly as I can. It or? doesn't really matter. Some of okay. these are gonna take longer. Okay. I just say speed round. Uh, what's a Florida saying? Uh, dude, I don't fucking know. I don't either. I just figured. probably saying bro after everything. Really? Like, I'm not gonna do it. Cause it's, I'm, I'm just so white, but a lot of Florida people are, what do you mean, bro? What do you mean? Like, there's a lot of bro happening. <laughs> yeah. I can see that. I can see um, that. Uh, what's something you got detention for in high school? Uh, I got, I was on academic probation because my GPA dropped below a 2.0. Oh shit. So there was a lot of detention there. Wait, what's academic probation? Some bullshit. Like I went to like a like a jewish school uh, and it was very like you have to like have good gra- academic probation yeah. literally meaning if i don't raise my grades they will kick me out did you get them up i did okay yeah but like i hated school yeah and i'm not like dumb either like i just right. didn't fucking care right i knew like since i was very young like this is not my thing totally um what's the last item you threw at someone probably my vape okay <laughs> and i probably threw it at sterling Oh my god! Because he he asked for it. Yeah, and I was like, here. He just sauced me it. Uh, what's the scariest movie you've ever seen? This is tough because my gut is the movie Creep. <laughs> really, dude? What, that movie's hysterical, though. The, okay, but it's so fucking scary and weird too. Like, <laughs> I don't think like devil shit is scary, like paranormal stuff. Okay. I don't think that's scary. What I think is scary is like fucking like crazy people like yeah like people who are like mentally unwell and like unpredictable like that is like really frightening to me so like i thought creep was really scary but also like when i was younger the ring was 
terrifying yeah that's a good one the ring like where they put the the movie in and it's like the girl she's like brushing her hair and like yeah the well and like the horse and like <laughs> dude that like burned into my brain i remember being at this girl's house when i was right. in like seventh grade and like watching that movie and i was utterly traumatized yeah it's it's still scary i, I rewatched that recently oh but, really but i feel bad for them because it's like any movie that gets plagued by like one of those scary movies uh-huh. like the parody movies yeah 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 it kind of ruins it because yeah. every time I watch it now, I still kind of laugh, and it's not supposed to be funny. <laughs> right, right, right. I get that. I get that. Right. Have you ever seen Carrie? No. Dude, Carrie is one I think you would like that would scare you because the mom is very unhinged. I like to be scared. Yeah. Check out Carrie. We have to watch that. Okay. Um, what's your favorite movie? Dude, is it bad that literally the first thing that popped in my head was Billy Madison? No. Dude, Adam Sandler is my hero. I love Adam Sandler, and I, literally. I think Billy Madison is really good. Um. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of drawing a blank on like real movies, but dude, like a week ago, I got to see Adam Sandler perform. Oh my god! Waiting to hear this though. So he he has this like huge tour that he's on right now. Yeah, and he's playing to like arenas, right? I'm on this mailing list for this place called Dynasty Typewriter, where Sterling's brother just performed the other night. I was there. Were you there? Yeah. Adam Sandler performed there a couple days before that. Oh I was God. there. 200, 200 cap seats. Wow. It was crazy. I bet that was insane. It was sick. That's so cool. He's he, he's really good with stand-up, actually. Like, he's gotten really good. He's a legend, dude. Yeah. He's literally a legend of my life. He's so fucking funny. Yeah, dude. Click. Click. Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems, great movie. Punch Drunk Love. Haven't seen that movie. It's on my Letterboxd okay. watch list. I know, dude, I haven't seen a lot of movies. 50 First Dates. 50 First Dates is undeniably amazing. Happy Gilmore. Also amazing. Less amazing. But Mr. Deed's not great. Mr. Deed's not great, but I remember the thing where he, he went like that. Do you remember the like oh, yeah. I think like the butler in the movie? He's like <laughs> Yep. You yeah. haven't seen Go Going Overboard. No, I haven't. Terrible movie. It's his first first movie. Awful. Okay. Airheads. I haven't seen it. Really? Okay. I'm Air- like aware of it. Airheads is the one with Brendan Fraser where they're in the band. Steve Buscemi. Really? I know, dude. That's a I know good it's one. bad. You That's know a what? band person movie. Uh, another um one of my favorite movies is Inglorious Bastards. Oh fuck yeah! Huge into Jewish things, I guess. Yeah, Adam Sandler, Inglorious Bastards. Like you know, the fact that it's like historically inaccurate is super fun to me. Yeah, like, like Hitler dies just in the movie theater. It. Yeah. It's just not real. It's yeah. like so. It's so cool. Tarantino just has so much fun with his screenplays. Yeah, like he just does what he wants, and I love that. Yeah, Her is a really good movie. Oh, Her is fantastic. Her is so good, dude. Joaquin. Joaquin. Do you see his new movie yet? Joaquin. Joaquin. Do you see Bo is Afraid? No. Crazy. I have to, dude, I, there's so many movies I need to see. I think Sterling got super high before seeing that because he was just like glued to the seat, just like, really? Yeah, it was like a three hour movie. Damn. Yeah. Uh, Gibson or Fender? Fender. Which John are you named after or are you just like a run of the mill John? Well, my name is Jonathan, Jonathan. So I don't know. Like, I didn't mean that to sound like a brat. I'm just saying, yeah. like, I don't know if Jonathan. Yeah. No, I don't know. Um, my name is actually crazy. My name on my birth certificate is literally Jonathan. Oh, interesting. Hebrew. Oh, sick. Yeah, dude. It's, That's awesome. It's uh, it's a thing. I'm I'm very Jewish, I guess. Interesting. Yeah. So I'm probably just named after being Jewish. I'm named after a black football player. Oh, really? Yeah, Kellen Winslow. Okay. Yeah. Good for you. I didn't even play football growing up, so it's kind of a waste. Damn. Yeah. That is a waste, dude. Change I play with name. my friends, but not on a team. <laughs> um, so <laughs> what's your favorite kind of orange? I like those sumo oranges. 
Those are the bigger ones. They're like big and they have like a weird thing on the top. Yes. They literally look like you shouldn't eat them. Yeah. Like gross. they look like there's something wrong with them. Yeah. But they're juicy. Ooh. They're very. They're those are good. You ever go to Orange World in Kissimmee? No. The big orange. You know. You know what I'm talking about, right? I feel like I've seen it. Okay. It's near Disney. It sounds about right. It's like a whole place dedicated to oranges. Really? I didn't know there were that many types of oranges. Oh, yeah. There's a lot. Blood orange. Oh, you know, actually, I've never had a blood orange. Those are good. Yeah. They're bloody. They make me think of Dexter. Yes. Like the intro to Dexter. Yes. Which is classic intro. Yes. It's a great show, by the way. Dexter. We were talking about this the other day. Yeah, I know, dude. Dexter's so Man. good. It definitely fizzled out, but like those first four seasons are so strong. Straight up. Four, the four is like a f- crowd favorite. I think that is the favorite. Which one is four? John Lithgow. That's the, uh, the, the older scary man. older dude. Yes. Dude, he's so terrifying. He's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. What a great show, though. Yeah. I didn't. Did you see the the re the rerun of, or the what do you call it? I'm not remake, but they did a new season. Yeah, I watched the first two episodes and I was like, "This is boring." I'm canceling yeah. my subscription to whatever <laughs> the fuck it was like. Whatever's Showtime. Showtime. Yeah. I was like, I'm not paying. Yeah, it wasn't great to watch this. It's forgettable. It started off kind of cool. Did you watch the whole thing? I did. Yeah, and it kind of ended shitty like the show did. Really? When I was one of the people that like didn't actually mind the original ending of Dexter. Yeah. Because I kind of liked the idea he was still out there. Yeah. And I was like, fuck it, why not? Yeah. Did you like, did you like ever go back and rewatch like Dexter? Because it's crazy like how bad the CGI is and stuff like that. I don't think I ever did, no. Like, I just remember like Boat at the end. I don't want to, you know, whatever. That's fine. It just looks bad just looks fucking bad at the end where he's like throwing his sister off yeah yeah like like there's just like really terrible cgi and also with like lost and stuff like that you uh, ever watch lost i've seen clips i haven't watched it though oh i feel like you would like lost i probably would yeah a lot of people recommended it yeah it that's a commitment but also it's like it feels really dated like when you right. watch it like the cgi of like the plane and stuff i'm like it just sucks oh my God, it looks <laughs> like shit dude i'm just so bad with shows i'm a movie guy as you know Big so movie guy. Constantly watching movies. So, like, I hardly have t- any time for shows. And I'm watching Sopranos now for the second time because I didn't get through it the first time. So, I'm back in season three, which is where I, I kind of left off the last time. Sopranos is, but like, one of my favorite shows of all time. It's fucking incredible. Dude, it's so good. I don't know how I haven't finished it. It's, it's stupid. It's so good. It's so good. That might be, like, the... You know, I was watching Drive, not yeah. Driver. Yeah. And when I was, like... I'm new to like the letterboxed thing, but like when I was watching, like uh, reading like the reviews and stuff, everyone was saying like, oh, this is like the most it's me movie ever. Have you heard of that term where it's like, it's like you're watching a movie and like, you're supposed to be like, oh, this character is me. Really? Like, I've never heard that. That's crazy. Like, cause apparently it's like, you know, people would watch drive and then start like not talking and like start like being like all fucking like trying to be cool. Like Ryan Gosling in that movie. Really? But I was going to say, I didn't relate to the character in Drive at all. Not at all. Yeah. Not even remotely. Not e- me neither. But I do really relate to Tony Soprano a lot. Really? In what yeah, way? I think that's like the point from at least what I got out of it. Um, anxiety. <laughs> anxiety. Yeah. Um, anxiety. Feeling like. Like I, my take on Tony Soprano is that he's a really good guy. Yeah. And he can't stop doing the wrong thing. Right. Like no matter how hard he tries. Right. And like, I don't know. I just really relate to like, he like loves animals. He like, is like this brutal, like killer, but he like, 
yeah. loves animals and like his dream is like to just go you'll i mean as you get further yeah. in there will be more about that but like yeah his dream is to just like go live on a fucking farm and like yeah just be with his family and nothing else and like right. i don't know he's just like a really relatable character not in the sense of like he's not the part of him that are the parts of him that are like legitimately sociopathic like mm. the parts of him that make him human yeah you know what i mean like he's got good leadership skills it's got great dude he'd be a great front man in a band he would be no he's just like there's just something about him that i feel like really connected to about like just this this notion of like always trying to do the right thing but never like literally consistently letting everybody down totally. <laughs> it's like yeah you know it's like a very human character those scenes between him and the therapist are just amazing they're so good there's never a bad scene with that dr melfi melfi oh love her love her dude there's a lot of bad women on that show she's pretty bad <laughs> she is pretty bad dude and so is uh adriana what's the Chris, what's the first girlfriend yes yes oh my god amazing but then what's the what's the mom again forgot her name edie falco yes i don't edie know falco. i don't know her what is her name in the uh, it's been a couple of years since i watched it um i know it i just can't think tony and carmela 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 yeah carmela soprano yeah Woo, woof. Bad. <laughs> she is bad, bro. Didn't she play Nurse Jackie too? She did. Wow. She did. She had a pretty good career for a little bit. Yeah. I wish she did more movies. Yeah. I'm not familiar with her like greater uh filmography. I was gonna yeah. say discography. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I have a great movie suggestion for you that we should all watch. Okay. True romance. Seen it. Okay, you have seen like it. Like that movie. Okay. I figured that would be good. Yeah, that is a great suggestion because that is a movie I saw and I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. And Tony Spranos in it. Just fuck it. He is. Um, let's see here. What's something that made you laugh until you cried? Literally, I was laughing on the phone until I cried. Like with my friend Andy last night. Like just literally <laughs> everything he says makes me laugh until I cry. Um, Love that. I don't know. I feel like it's it's more so like it's not necessarily like movies or stand up or anything. It's more so just like when funny shit happens or like you know like off the cuff kind of like things that like you would try to tell the story but it just wouldn't be funny when you retell it right thing like i feel like i laugh until i cry all the time right and i'm like known for having like a very boisterous like insane laugh and like right. if something really gets me laughing you definitely do other people start laughing at my laugh and then yeah. I, we're all laughing and just then we're all crying bouncing off each other yeah okay i was actually i went to the movies with ryan um and we went to go see that Air movie, the Nike movie. That was pretty good. I liked it. Yeah, I liked it too. Yeah. Ryan, after the movie, was like, he was like, bro, I'm about to go buy a basketball right now. Like, he was like, <laughs> he was like pretending to be super inspired by this film. And he was like, like pretending to like dribble like a ball and like, like, you know, like shooting like a non-existent ball. And we were walking out of the movie theater. It was like this like movie theater in north hollywood just like nobody there cinemark i think so of a cold water yes 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 oh my god and like he's like crossing up like pretending to dribble and like cross up and like pump fake the security guard <laughs> and dude i was screaming my god dude that's amazing he's, he's probably my funniest friend that's crazy he's fucking hilarious what are your thoughts on them not showing michael jordan in the movie i thought it was cool yeah I feel like it would be like a little too on the nail on the head yeah. if they did show him. Like, I think it was cool because it, it was a, sh a movie about 
Michael Jordan, but it was also not about Michael Jordan. It was about all the people oh, who, Nike. who yeah. made that happen. Yeah. You know, and like who he inspired, like he inspired this guy so much Yeah, uh, that like, you know, he, he did anything he could to like land the deal with Michael and like, right. I don't know. So I thought it was cool. I thought it was like, I think it's weird when there's movies about people who are still alive and they're not yeah. playing themselves in it. I'm right. like, that's weird. Interesting. So yeah. I thought it was cool. What what did you think about that? I liked it. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was cool that he was kind of just in the shadows. Yeah, it was kind of funny, like the scene where they're like walking into the meeting at Nike and like everyone's like facing one way and Michael's just facing the other way. I'm like, you probably didn't need to do that. They almost made him look like a douche at times. Yeah. A little bit like where he's just like, oh, yeah, make sure you throw that car in. (laughs) Yeah, but it was sick. Yeah, it was cool. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, Okay. Favorite thing about living in L.A. so far? seeing people that I normally would see like twice a year, seeing them like twice a week for sure. And the weather, obviously the weather is like so nice. Mm-hmm. I'm still like not used to like having to bring a hoodie places because right. it's like, it gets colder at night. Yeah. Um, I think also just being in the energy of like so much history, like the history of like Hollywood and the history of like the music industry out here, like it's discouraging and inspiring at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, that's probably my favorite thing least favorite traffic yeah traffic and like how expensive everything is like no matter what you want to do you need at least 30 dollars, and you need like an hour of time to Mm -hmm. commute on either side of this event right like it's just like the days go by so quickly here because you spend so much time in your car that's very true um but yeah that's that's probably my least favorite thing it's so expensive dude you get like an ice cream cone it's like 10 bucks yeah and nobody like it feels like nobody works here right i'm like how we're all artists struggling (laughs) yeah we're all like artists who like deliver food and shit like that i understand that but it's like it's just weird like especially when i go into like nicer parts of town like in studio city like if i go to arawan to get like a the coffee at arawan is good and it's not that crazy it's like six bucks okay so i get like a latte at arawan and I just see all these like young, beautiful people. And it's like Tuesday at 11 a.m. I'm like, where's your job? Like, right. what do you do? Yeah. What are you doing? Like, it's totally cool if your parents are like helping you, but like, are your parents helping you? Like, how, like I'm just like kind of flabbergasted at how anyone lives here. It's hard. Because like I'm working literally every single day for multiple hours and I'm like barely making my rent. You yeah. know what I mean? It's yeah. like, it's like i don't i don't understand like i just don't understand like how anyone actually functions here it's pretty fucking weird it's rough dude yeah and now now with like the writer struck strike like all the film jobs are just gone right now yeah i just i just signed up to be a background actor not an extra but a background yeah a a background performer (laughs) yes yes dude (laughs) where's my fucking green room love it um and yeah there's like no there were like no jobs dude i did that for over like 10 years Really? Yes. I started doing that in like 2011. In New York or here? In New York. Okay. And then, yeah, like when I first came out here, I did that. And just for a bunch of years after that. But it's fun. I mean, if you if you make like bank off of it and you get like the free food on set and just hang out with people and network, it's worth it. I hear it's a good time. It is, yeah. Sterling was in a movie recently. We can't say, I don't think. Yeah. NDA. Fully, I do. I don't want to get him in trouble. But yeah, for sure. He was... uh 
he he enjoyed it. He, he said, looked fucking crazy. Did you see like the photos of him? I don't uh, think he ever showed me. Dude, he like had his hair like all teased up and like they put like like makeup oh, on him. Yeah, and, he looked like, like the cure. He yes. Yes, I he did looked see that. Fucking crazy. It was hilarious. Yeah, he's in a very big movie that's coming to theaters in October of twenty four. Yeah. Hell yeah. So be <laughs> be on the lookout for it. Lady Gaga might be in it. Anyways. <laughs> uh what's the dumbest thing you've done while drunk? Uh, uh, I don't know. Probably like this. <laughs> this right now. No. I'm actually plastered. I'm plastered. I don't know, dude. Probably like. I don't know. The first thing that comes to my head is something I don't want to say. The second thing that comes to my head is something <laughs> I also don't want to say. I don't know. Probably like just being like really, really flirtatious with like. Yeah. Like people that maybe i shouldn't be flirtatious with like, like your mom no not my mom oh, okay. but like maybe like <laughs> just like people with boyfriends and stuff just like being dumb sure. and drunk and being like you're so just like cute. unaware yeah just like yeah. acting like an idiot and then it's like you wake up the next morning you're like why did i do that right like, yeah probably that i don't know if i told you i've never been drunk before i think i told you this you have told day. me this which is utterly fascinating to me yeah but i mean respect yeah but I it's kind of weird actually it it's more because um growing up i had like this weird thing with fizz like i never drank soda growing up or what we say we could call it pop but uh never drank pop yeah i never never liked fizz until like a year ago now i can drink it's like my taste buds changed okay interesting but same with alcohol that's why i didn't really drink yeah that, i mean that makes sense that makes sense i feel like it uh, so much of like what forms our personality is like our experience as young people yeah and it, like literally my mom like taught me how to smoke cigarettes and drink diet coke that's sick. <laughs> and i'm like all right like so i got started early on like all the shit that's like bad right you know what i mean do you ever have coke with like uh the peanuts at the top i, I keep seeing that cola with peanuts at the top yes people get like the coke bottles and they put peanuts in it no, that sounds gross. It, it's a southern thing. Apparently. That sounds like something someone would do at like a baseball game. Yeah, it's nuts, but it, it's apparently a thing in the south. No, never heard of it. I, don't know, I keep seeing it on social media. Um, what's the silliest thing you've done for money? It's what I do now, probably. Fuck yeah! Delivering food to people, like Uber Eatsing and Grubhubbing and yeah, DoorDashing and shifting and like doing all of this yeah. shit, like yeah, like it's hard work but it's work you know and uh i feel i used to have like a lot of pride about it actually and be like i don't want to tell people that i do this blah 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 but like here's the thing like someone might be listening to this who like really likes my band and like thinks that i'm cool or like right. whatever and it's like i still work like this the shittiest like dead end like gigs to like pay rent. to like pay my rent out here so it's like I don't know. I kind of want to like, nor I kind of hate when people are like normalize this, but like we should normalize like not having money. Right. <laughs> like, you it's know? serious. We, sh we should normalize like having to work dead end jobs or stuff like that. Like yeah. my entire, like I've done some of the biggest tours of my life directly after like quitting a job, delivering food for like a Chinese restaurant or like, right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like all of your favorite bands, like They're dear, grinding, dear yeah. listener, all of your favorite bands, like most of them work real jobs mm. and like even ryan who's like in a big band like yeah i think they can like support themselves financially like when they're not touring but like he also still like hustles like crazy Constantly. like like selling shirts and like waking up at 6 a.m to go to estate sales to like find cool shit to flip 
Right. Like, like, yeah. No. And one, he's done it for so long now. He probably knows. Like, he knows what what to look tricks. for, and like he can read a tag and be like, "Oh, this is eighties." Yeah. I'm like, "How do you know?" That's crazy. It's, you know, so it's like. I don't know. We should normalize the fact that like all of your favorite artists like literally are struggling to like continue making their art. Right. And like work shitty jobs. It's crazy. So I would say that's the dumbest thing I've ever done for money is delivering food in Los Angeles. Yeah. It's crazy because like South of Ventura Boulevard, like where like literally all the celebrities live and stuff like in the Valley, like they tip the worst. Right. I'll go deliver to Van Nuys or like Chatsworth or like somewhere that is like a bit rougher of an area and I get tipped very well. Yeah. And I feel like it's because those people understand it. They understand what it's like to work hard. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is like, not that I'm like the fucking like. No, but you're right. I'm not like the guy who's like, oh, like I'm very lucky. My parents have been so supportive of my music career. I literally lived with my parents until four months ago. Yeah. I'm not the the poster child of like not having money or something. I'm just saying like, it's very interesting. The division of wealth out here and the way that people treat people who do jobs that they would never want to do. Like it's, it's very, it's been very eye opening. and I've been Ubering for five years. Like I've been doing that at home too, but it's way different out here. Right. I think Uber like doesn't like me right now because I haven't done it in like two months Uh and I've just been strictly doing Instacart. Uh-huh. Which I heard you and Sterling both applied for and couldn't get cards. Could not get in. Which is so weird, but... There's too many, I guess. Yeah. There's too many in this area. Yeah, people are bad about tipping, though, for sure. But with that, at least you can see. Like, it'll say when you pick up the order, like, if they're tipping or not. Yeah. Which is cool. With Uber, it's, like, it's it's weird. I mean, there's a whole, like, science behind, like, what orders to take and what to not take. But sometimes it's, dude, like... it's so janky. <laughs> it's so janky. And sometimes, like, dude, people can... With Uber, up until an hour after your food is delivered, you can change the tip. Yeah, fuck that. So I've been, what I've heard people on the internet called tip baited, where they put in a, like a $20 tip. So it looks like it's going to be like a $25 payout for this order. Yeah. Because the base pay is like- Five bucks. Five bucks, three bucks sometimes. Yeah. And then they, you get the food and then they take that away. The whole thing. Not the whole thing. Not They can't take away your base pay, but they take away the tip. So you've done like a $23 order and only made three. Yes. That's fucked. I would drive right back to that person's place. I know. Fuck it's it it's really fucked up. It's fucked up. I don't know, dude. I live in Los Angeles and it's dude, a, that sucks. It's a Monday at 5 PM and I'm, I'm sitting on a, you know what I mean? In your apartment. Like I'm, I'm definitely privileged. Like, you know what I mean? I'm, yeah. I'm just like, I think like living on my own for the first time has made me like very consciously aware of like, just the world yeah which i'm i'm late on but right um yeah sorry long answer i just i can't believe though like you'll you'll, you'll accept an order for uber and it'll be like three dollars to go like eight miles yeah i don't take those yeah like you can't do it like who does that and those are the mo- the 99 of the ones that i get are that. yes 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 it's just like awful it sucks if you cannot afford to tip your driver don't order, don't food. order food. Walk to the fucking restaurant. Walk or, or bike or, or do something. Like I, I literally, sometimes I want to order food and I just go pick it up because I'm right. like, I, I don't want to spend the extra money, but I'm not going to fuck someone over like that. Right. You know what I used to love about Uber, <laughs> doing Uber Eats or driving for it? What? Oh my God. And this is not even a thing you can do anymore, which sucks. But I don't know if you, you probably remember this, but remember when you could like fucking like you, you get there, you, you let them know your, their food's there. They don't come to the door. 
and you could put that timer on that uh-huh. counts down like okay after eight minutes or whatever yeah. like if they're not here you bounce and you don't even have to leave the food you take the food with you and fucking eat it yourself i've never done that but i've done that so many times because it, it used to tell you to do that on the oh, app really because yeah. there's like nowhere to leave it yeah no i guess i guess that's the case but it would literally tell you that on the app and be like wait eight minutes and if i think it's because you can't usually get in, into the building yeah if you're like locked out of the building like what are you gonna leave it on the sidewalk yeah so yeah it's like okay you're good to trash it or take it that's what it used to say and that doesn't do that anymore damn that's fucking crazy but dude i've gotten like fucking like 65 dollars worth of chick-fil-a once that's dope which was sick and i gave them to like my roommates at the time um like full pizzas damn amazing yeah that's sick it's cool when you get like fed while you're working those shitty jobs i always get hungry when i'm working uber because i smell Uh, all the food i know and i'm like oh my god dude I have to go home and make a sandwich because I, I don't want to like spend thirty dollars on like some I LA know. meal. It's fucking, it's crazy. And that's the saddest case right now is the fact that like we're we're barely paying our rent, but like food. I don't know about you, but like I feel like I hardly spend money on food because that's not where my money goes. It goes towards the bills. Yeah, yeah. I I, I try to like yeah make literally probably ninety five percent of my meals. Like, yeah, I, I cook. I hardly ever go out. I yeah. wish I could, but it's just so much. Yeah, sometimes you got to treat yourself a little bit, but for sure, yeah, not at the expense of like not making rent. Right. Yeah, we need a, we need a good side hustle. I, I kind of want to like edit or something more, or just figure out something like that. Yeah, I need to start a fucking business. We like, do a viable business, like yes, <laughs> you know, like because the band is a business, but it's like it's not viable to pay my rent. Right. No, it's just when that happens, it happens. Yeah. So, what's your beer of choice? Michelob Ultra. <laughs> Greatest food on earth. Velveeta mac and cheese. Really? I'm a little rat. Like, I just give me a box of Velveeta and I'm so happy. I literally had that for the first time maybe a month ago. Really? I don't think I've ever had it like that. I usually would just have Kraft. My mm. mom sent me it and I was like, okay, I'll try this. It's really good. Velveeta's delicious. It's dude. super good. It's so, dude, that is like literally the key to my childhood heart. Yeah. Is Velveeta mac and cheese. It's so good. Yeah. Um, Pineapple on pizza, yes or no? Yes. Fuck yeah. Yes, with jalapenos as well. I don't think I've done that, but that sounds good. Dude, really nice mix. That was a good mix. Nice mix. Salty I and sweet. I did it like yesterday. Spicy. <laughs> uh, favorite band? Say anything. Really? Okay, actually, I, I knew that, I think. What's the best local record stories back in Florida? I wish I had a better answer for this, but I I feel like I don't know many. Really? Okay. Um, there's a spot in Fort Lauderdale called Radioactive Records that has always been really cool. I've I've gone there a couple of times, but I'm not a huge like vinyl collector uh, okay. or anything like that. I don't really collect anything. No. Okay. There were no spots in Boca though. Fuck no. No. In Boca Raton. Yeah. No. 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 Boca Raton's like a retirement community. That's hilarious. What's your favorite Northbound song? That's so hard. It's like cliche, but it's like picking a child. Yeah. Um, I really like a song called Peace of Mind. That yeah. was on an EP I did right when I signed with Smart Punk. Um, it just like, it feels like probably the most authentic I've ever been in a song. Like it's, it's slept on heavily. Like people don't know it exists. Um, okay. But if you're listening to this, you should go listen to Peace of Mind by me. Hell on yes. my EP called Karma Heart. Plugging my EP from three years ago is it, hilarious. Is it your, just your name or is it Northbound? It's Northbound. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Probably um, peace of mind. Or long list. Long list is great. 
Uh, I think Sterling. That's his favorite song. What's your biggest regret? Moving to LA. No, I don't know. <laughs> uh, nah, dude, you probably just feel that way now, but like you'll definitely like it. No, I do like it. I do like it. Uh, I don't know. Biggest regret. I try not to be like regretful guy. I feel like, you know, there's just so much that like changes as you get older and you learn, you like understand how to be a better friend, yeah. how to be a better partner, like how to be a better like member of your community, how to be a better, like just like, I don't know. I feel like, I mean, I'm human and I'm sure most humans like look back at their life and think about like, uh, I should have done this or like, I should have done that. But it's like, I try not to try not to get that way. I try to just like, you know, stay humble, stay humble, stay chill, stay like not tripping and just like, you know, progress. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I have like a singular regret really. That's great. I don't think so. We don't need regrets. You just got to move no, forward. No regrets. Yeah. <laughs> regrets. <laughs> that was my old band name, by the way. What? No promises, no regrets. That's cool. That was, is like 2009 as fuck. It was terrible. And it wasn't my, I mean, I just joined that band, but I just thought that was the worst band name ever. Was it like hardcore? It was like, yeah, like metalcore, screamo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, post-hardcore, I guess. Okay. It was, yeah, it wasn't good. It sounds like a straight edge band or something. I was a synth player. I had a microcorg. It's actually in my room. I have oh, this, the same, yeah. same microcorg. Dude, those are cool. I they actually are. saw one of those on Facebook Marketplace recently. How much was it going for? I don't know, a couple hundred bucks. Okay. Yeah, um, mine was like, I think, 400 new. Yeah. But I was curious how, how much they go for now. I think they still sell them, so. Yeah. It's a very popular synthesizer. Yeah, those are cool. Um, What are you most proud of? I am very proud that I have kind of taken my life into my own hands and uh i came out here which was really scary for me to do right um yeah just like you know not to get too heavy or deep but like you know therapy and life and like i've learned a lot about myself and i've i've put in a lot of time and effort into like into like healing mm-hmm. and you know the childhood stuff we were kind of fucking around before the podcast yeah we were talking about like the childhood uh some of the repercussions of childhood and yeah. you know, I, I, I mean, my parents are amazing, but I don't know that they were always amazing. And I had a weird upbringing and um, I think I've, I've come far from uh, what I went through as a young person. Yeah. I'll say that you went on the good path. I tried. I tried to be on the good path. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, but yeah, probably just that probably just like my own healing. Hell Yeah. Dude, this was fun. Thanks for being on this. Thanks for having me. This was actually just like a really great conversation to like, yeah, to just connect with you as a human being. Yeah, we've like only had small conversations. I don't think we've ever talked for more than like five minutes. I know. I literally just got your phone number the other day. It's yeah, like, it's about time. It's cool, and I just like that we're all connecting and like meeting each other. And you know, it's cool that Sterling's got a big core group of friends. I know. Thank God for Sterling's friends because yeah. I fucking he's the like connector. Everyone, I'm, he's yeah, he's cross pollinating like everyone. <laughs> he's like got these kids he went to college with. Right. He's got like these other fucking randos that he meets. I'm right. like, all right, let's all, like let's all be friends. It's fun. I love it. Love it, dude. So where can your fans find you? Uh, the internet, uh, Spotify, uh, Northbound FL is everything on okay. on Twitter social media is um twitter instagram is northbound fl nice dude twitter just took away my verification dude fuck twitter i hate twitter twitter sucks i dude. never liked it i dude. think it's the worst 
I literally haven't tweeted in months. The whole point of Twitter is just for people to spew their opinions. I hate that. That's all it is. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it's. Uh, I I feel like it's a toxic platform, but that's it just is. me. It is. Um, but yeah, I I think the best way to find me is to uh, come see me perform someday, which is going to be very soon in L.A. and probably many other places. Yes, we just got to figure it out. That's the goal. We just <laughs> we just got to make. It's like literally starting yeah. over. Like yeah. it's start. It's there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I think it's actually pretty easy here once you find the people that do it. That's what I've heard. I don't think it's that hard. I think it'll be easy. But yeah, dude, thanks so much for hanging. I, I'm looking forward to the new record coming out. Hopefully, like, what are we thinking? Like fall, winter, um, spring 25? I'm, I'm hoping to get some singles going uh, this summer. Hell yeah. And uh, hopefully the rest of the record, maybe early next year or like, nice. it's kind of hard to put out records late in the year because nobody's touring late in the year. Like the right. industry kind of shuts down in December. Yeah. Um. But yeah, hopefully we'll have some new stuff out by the summertime. Cool, just trickle out those singles. That's my goal. I got to get on TikTok, dude. We love that. Oh, dude, TikTok? Yeah, me too, actually. I feel like we've been talking about that. That's just a good new way to promote yourself. If you can't beat them, join them. Exactly. Sterling was telling me to... Uh, do you want to come over here, Sterling, and say hi? Sure. Uh, we were talking about... We talked about you so much. TikTok. Yeah, you're famous now. What's up, guys? Hello, this is uh, Sterling, my roommate. Hello. How you doing, buddy? Uh, you have new music coming out as well. So we got this this Hopefully. big core group of people that are releasing music in the next couple months, handful of months. Yes, yeah, a real Laurel Canyon, if you will. I love that. Songwriters and homies. But you were talking Laurel about... Canyon. Yeah, you know, like just like songwriter <laughs> crew. I think like Carol King and James Taylor, Fleetwood Mac and all those types of... Carpenters. What is Laurel? 70s? Is Laurel Canyon like a thing that I don't know about? Because that, that's just a street. That's a street. House. Yeah, it's a street, but there's like a Laurel Canyon camp of songwriters, I guess, from like the 70s. Basically, what I'm saying is that's us. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize the uh, reference, but that's hilarious. Are they all from that street? I think I think there's probably like a lot of studios in that area. Okay. Probably whack of me to bring up a reference that I can't explain at all. That's totally, <laughs> it's fine. Like, I thought that was like, funny. Um, but you were saying how like TikTok is like a good way to promote yourself nowadays. It is. From what you said. It sucks. I don't want to do it. Yeah, but... kind of same, honestly. I don't want to do it, but if you can't beat him, join him. I like the fact that the algorithm's so weird, though. I've posted stupid shit on there, and I've gotten thousands of views. Yeah, like weird yeah. shit just pops for no reason. Yeah. Um, which is cool. Speaking of, actually, we're talking about Adam Sandler. I did the very first thing I posted on TikTok was me doing a bullshit like Happy Gilmore golf swing, uh-huh. where I just kind of like stepped back and stepped into it, and I was at one of those like golf places where you, the range, and I, I fucking hit like the the tray that all the balls are in and just busted the thing. Okay. And it's in the video. And it got, like, I think 6,000 views. Damn. Pretty stupid. 6K. Yeah. Not great, but it's decent. What are you drinking on, Sterling? Yeah, what are you in sipping Arizona on? Arizona green tea. Um, it's with moonshine. whiskey in there. I was going to say, brother, I can smell the whiskey. I've been sipping today. Moonshiner. That's so funny. <laughs> All right. Well, anything you want to say, Sterling? Dude, this was a great podcast. How do you feel? How do I feel? How do you feel? How does Sterling feel? I feel really good. I feel like this was really cool. I feel like it yeah. was a nice mix of like funny stuff and also like just kind of like be, like life affirming, like admitting to the world at large that I'm just a fucking person. All right. Dude, yeah. I always feel awkward in like the first 10 or 20 minutes of this thing. And then it like kind of naturally comes together. Like I feel like right now we're just kind of hanging. This is perfect. Now we're just chilling. This is a good vibe. Yeah, I love this. Maybe we should maybe us three should make a podcast. I would be down. That'd be fun. Couple. 
I was gonna Sterling's not single. I was gonna say a couple single men in their right in their near thirties. <laughs> you know, uh, like the the fucking most original idea ever. Start a podcast. All right. What, what would we talk about the three of us? Just shoot the shit. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Not great promo for our new podcast happening right now because there's we don't know what to say. We'll do a more extreme version of the needle drop. More extreme. Yeah. <laughs> Wear flannels. Like how he wears the red flannel whenever it's like a bad record. That's true. We could do that. Shit all over people. A lot of people want me to do like movie critic stuff. I've been told that I, I'd be a great movie critic. And I'm sure I would be. But I could never do that if I want to work in this industry. I can't shit on other movies. Right. You don't want to burn bridges. And you were talking about Letterbox. Like I feel bad even rating stuff sometimes because I'm like worried it's going to catch up to me. Interesting. Yeah. But you said you have Letterbox. What's your Letterboxd? John Frazier 666, I think. Did you just make one or is this recent? Kind of recently, yeah. Sterling inspired me. Hell yeah. Sterling's my only friend on Letterboxd, so I just see what he's watching. Have you been keeping up with it and logging everything? I have been logging everything, yeah. Do you rate them or just... just I rate them, yeah. Sick. What'd you give Air? What'd you give Whiplash? I gave Whiplash three and a half. Okay, that's good. Is that bad? I I, thought you were going to say you you didn't like it. No, I did like it. It It just so... Like... When I was reading reviews, everyone was like, this is the best fucking movie I've ever seen in my fucking life. And I was like, wrong. Uh, okay. like It is great, though. I thought, I thought for that year, it was one of the strongest ones. I think it's really good. Yeah. I think it's really good. I just found it to be like, I don't know. I watched, I'm like. There were just of, elements you didn't love. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I, I hyper fixate. So I, after I watch a movie, I then will like search on YouTube, like whiplash summary. Like I love right. watching some random fucking right. guy talking about the movie I just watched. Right. And there was some stuff that I maybe missed. You yeah. know what I mean? About how it's like not actually a happy ending. Yeah. How it's like kind of sad and it's like about an abusive relationship and how yeah. they finally like approve of each other, but right. they shouldn't because they're both bad for each other. And like all that's that I didn't really put that together because I'm just like a regular movie watcher. I'm not like, yeah. I mean, they leave it so open ended too. It's like you could interpret it like a million different ways, you know? I think that's fair to kind of read it as like, oh, look, he like finally got his like thing and then blah, blah. But it, it's open-ended, I think, for a reason to kind of like. Yeah. Oh, they smiled at each other. How good. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was going to say, it's funny. I have, I'm in like a movie club that I do every week on Discord. Like every Sunday, it's called Know You Go. Okay. Um, and it's fucking hilarious. This guy chose Rogue One for us to watch for next Sunday. And like, I've never seen hardly any of the star wars movies like i've never seen it's empire utterly shocking empire yeah. strikes back or jedi i swear to god oh, wow. i've seen the first one a bunch of times and I, i'm re-watching it right now but i've never seen like the bigger ones wow or like i've seen the most of the new ones not rogue one but basically i was telling the guy i was like fuck i gotta like re-watch all of these there's a yoda on your door yeah that was a fucking dickhead roommate that moved out on us and didn't pay his rent so I figured out I'll, I'll keep that to remember him by. <laughs> to, hey, don't, don't talk about Josh like that. It wasn't Josh. <laughs> it wasn't Josh. That would be funny though. Josh loves Star Wars. Josh loves Star Wars. No, it was this dude from Buffalo that literally bailed right after COVID hit. Was it Volkills? No, we threw him out. We sh- we're still friends with him. Respectfully. We, we were still friends with him, but he was definitely not paying his rent on time. And yeah, he had to go. It is what it is. I don't know. He's cool. <laughs> he's a funny guy. I love. I love him. Honestly, like, yeah. He's nuts, but like we love him for that. I love him for that. Yeah, you got to meet him, and at some point, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be entertaining. I would love to, but I feel like I, 
when it comes to like people who are just excessively like wacky for the sake of wacky it give you anxiety it gives me anxiety and i literally like i have no ability to like have a poker face and like right. if he started annoying me he would know it yeah you and he, he'd I mean? probably chill out honestly he's like that kind of person like okay. if, if he knew that yeah he's just kind of he takes it to like a 12 he sure does yeah for sure yeah but dude this was this was great i'm, I'm excited for some new northbound and i was just telling him we got to get some shows yeah. We got to figure this out. We need to make something happen. Like it's right. ridiculous that we all live here and like nothing's we're not we're, we're just like going to Barney's. Right. And just like I know drinking. You know what I mean? Like Right. I like that. Yeah. Also, but I also want to perform. Right. I want to I want to like do things. Do the damn thing. Yeah. I don't know if I told you we're uh we're making a found footage horror movie. You did tell me this. Yeah, and I, I like lost my bid on a on a camera the other day, but I'm, I'm still working on it. But I, yeah, it's that's one of the projects I want to make this summer. Is just over the course of a summer. Not sure who's going to be in it or anything yet, but like, kind of just want to like shoot a little bit like every week, like a couple scenes. Yeah, and just over the course of a summer, have like a sick scary movie. Well, if you need a background actor, I'm now with Central Casting. So I if got you. you. Hit them up. I will. You know, I will definitely work do out that. a rate. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> All right, fuck yeah. All right, well, go check out Northbound. Be on the lookout for some new music and go hit them up on Instagram, Twitter, North Northbound Florida, FL. Yep. And yeah, just be on the lookout. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me, Kellen. This was fun. Goodbye. Peace. I love you. <laughs> I guess I'm not funny. I guess that you don't like the way I think. It's not about money. I've been buying dinner twice a week I know that you love me